Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Ahí estaba, en el centro. Hoyo de gloria. Have you scanned your MVP card? Breakfast was three eggs, scrambled light with grits and extra crispy bacon. Clip, what's up? It's Brian. I know, Clip, but people are looking for you to sprinkle your magic fairy dust on this whole thing and make it all better. Let's get to that conversation now. Here is uh, that. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on this Wednesday. Clip Rock here with you inside the Pirate Radio studios. Coming to you on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com. And we'd love for you to be a part of the show. You can watch the show and chime in and join the chat gang on Facebook Live and YouTube. We are there. I believe we're streaming and good to go. And we got some guests to get to on today's program coming up in about 20 minutes or so. We'll talk to Ken Watlington, WNCT Channel 9. He'll join us to talk about everything going on in the world of sports here locally and beyond. So we got that coming your way. Uh, We will talk to P Mace, Patrick Mason from the Daily Reflector. He'll join us in the Pirate Radio studios coming up. Later on in today's program in hour number two and a little Pirate Baseball talk as well. East Carolina outfielder Jacob Jenkins-Coward and Pirate infielder Parker Bird will join us inside the Pirate Radio studios coming up in hour three. It is basketball night in Greenville, so we'll talk a lot about that along the way as well. Uh, but right now, we have a special guest joining us uh, here and on the Pirate Radio live line. He is former ECU wide receiver getting ready for the Grey Cup and a CFL championship appearance, Tyler Sneed, kicking off a Wednesday edition of Pirate Radio Live with us. Tyler, how you doing, man? Good. How you doing? Doing good. Uh, congratulations on a great season. Uh, we were talking about it uh, just recently, your touchdown uh, that helped your team get to the Grey Cup, the Montreal Alouettes, and Winnipeg Blue Bombers will be going for that title. So pretty cool. Uh, I know uh, Montreal's been waiting to get back to a championship for a while, so uh, folks got to be excited, right? Yes, sir. We're all excited and we're ready to go. Yeah, so, uh, Shirley, I saw this. Uh, Tyler, do you know who will be performing at halftime of the Great Cup this year? It's uh, Green Day, no? <laughs> it is Green Day. I don't know if that means anything to you, Tyler, but us older folks uh, get a kick out of that. I saw that today while I was looking it up. So the uh, Grey Cup coming up Sunday, the 19th. That'll be in Hamilton, right? So they play it. They always, they always play it at a neutral site, Tyler? Um, the location changes every year, so I think next year it's in uh, British Columbia and then the year after that in Winnipeg. All right, 10-4. So uh, I guess uh, you've played there. You guys uh, beat Hamilton in the playoffs, right? Yes, sir, we did. Yeah, so, uh, you know, familiar spot, and it'll be Montreal and Winnipeg coming up. Well, Tyler, uh, just tell us about your season. Uh, how's it gone for you? We've seen a lot of highlights, your game where you scored three touchdowns. Uh, we saw your touchdown in your last game as well. So how have things gone up there for you this season? Man, it's been going good. Uh, I've been blessed with the opportunity to come down here and or come up here and play uh, 
from Montreal, so I appreciate them for taking a chance on me and letting me be here. And, man, I've, I've enjoyed the season. It's been long, um, but it's been a fun one. You know, 23 weeks, a lot of games, mm. a lot of opportunities. But, um, yeah, I've, been, I've enjoyed myself, and I've enjoyed this team. And we're, we're on a hot streak right now, so we want to keep it rolling um, and, and win this championship. We'll talk to uh, former Grey Cup champion Marcus Crandall coming up on Thursday's edition of uh, Pirate Radio Live. And Tyler, uh, he has talked about how much he enjoyed his time up there. What's the? Has there been any kind of culture shock for you? What's the biggest differences uh, living there compared to living here in the States? Uh, biggest thing, biggest difference in Montreal is it's uh, mainly French speaking. And so that's been a big difference uh, for me. But everybody kind of speaks English as well. So I'm trying to touch up on a little bit of my French. Um, that's probably been the biggest thing for me. How about on the field, Tyler? Uh, the the rules uh, a little bit different. We see the the players running towards the line of scrimmage and things like that. What's the biggest difference playing football uh, up there in the CFL compared to every brand of football you played uh, previous to that? Yeah, well, like you said, everybody gets a, a running start, so that's a, a big difference. And and you got 12 guys on the field because the field's bigger. So uh, it's it's a little bit of a different game, but um, took some getting used to during camp. Um, but I've I've enjoyed it a lot, and I I like the rules and I like the game up here. Um, and you know I like I like the running start you get to use is to your advantage. So it's been it's been good and it's been it's been a fun time. We appreciate you joining us, Tyler, because I know it's a, a busy week for you. I think Shirley mentioned something about a, a media day. So how much fanfare goes on uh, with the Grey Cup, and uh, are there any kind of team events or things you got to do, or is it all kind of focused on football for you right now? Yeah, no, well, I mean, there's a, a lot of stuff to do um, around it, and actually right now we are we, we are at a media day, um, and so we're, we're, we're doing a lot of this stuff, but, you know, when you're in the facility – um, that's when it's time to work and that's when it's time to, to lock in and focus on, on what's at stake here. But, um, you, you know, the Grey Cup's not guaranteed. And so a lot of the guys, especially veteran guys, have just told us to enjoy uh, everything that comes with it and, and all the uh, things you can do because of it. And so I've been trying to do that uh, and, and a lot of stuff with the guys. But obviously when you're in that facility, it's, it's time to work and we know that and, and we want to win. So um, a little bit of in between there. If you got a question for uh, Tyler, you can get it in on Facebook, YouTube. He'll join us here for a few more minutes. Uh, Tyler says, or excuse me, Eric says, Tyler, what is your favorite poutinery in Montreal, eh? Um, I hear a lot about poutine. You, you, have you had poutine? I have tried it, yes, sir. It's you, good. You like it? What is it like, fries and gravy or something like that? It's uh, fries, cheese curds, and then gravy. But you can, you can get, uh, it's, they had they had a poutine fest one time, and it's you can get a lot of different stuff, and you can add chicken on there, you know, add a lot of stuff. Um, so they they kind of mix it up, make it their own thing. All right, good deal. I'm uh, definitely gonna have to check that out. Tyler Sneed joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line. Tyler, uh, Pirates coming off a win, and boy, it has been few and far between. Been a rough year uh, for East Carolina. Have you been following the the team at all? You've been able to watch them while you're up there playing. Any any game I can watch, uh, I, I will watch. Uh, a lot of times we play on Saturday, so sometimes it's hard to get them. But uh, I've been keeping up with them all year, always. Yeah. The Pirate forever, man. 
No doubt, no doubt. And boy, the defense has been playing great, looking for the offense to catch up. Got two games left. They got Navy this Saturday. They'll wrap it up with Tulsa. But uh, Mike Houston and his team, uh, and, and Tyler, you can probably speak to this. We, we were saying this during the losing streak. It, it was not fun. It, it was it was rough. But you could tell that the players hadn't quit, and that says a lot about them and, and also I think says a lot about Mike Houston and the coaching staff where no matter the record, no matter the opponent, the circumstances, Stance, uh, the guys were going to fight. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, and and I know coaches is, is preaching that, and and the players are they're they're going to buy in, and it, and most of them are already bought in, um, I'm sure. But you know that's just that's just what he preaches. No matter what, no matter what the obstacle, um, what what's happening, we're, we're going to fight and we're going to play hard, and you know that's that's good for everyday life too. And I know he he taught me that, and he still checks up on me and stuff. So. I think you know, I know I know coach will get it turned around. I know coach will get it done. Um, you know, it's just, you know, then it wasn't wasn't the best year for us, but hey, we're we're going to be back and we're on that one game win streak right now. So, heading in the right direction, just got to finish the season off strong, but yeah, those guys will get it right, get it figured out and I know coach Houston's going to lead them in the right direction. Tyler Sneed joining us Pirate Radio Live Line. Robert says good question uh why do we never hear about college football in canada does it exist i'm sure it exists tyler but uh i don't know you ever catch any college football i guess it's nothing like it's here uh, it is here in the states yeah no there's still uh there's still college football though and they they hold their national championships and stuff um I, i'm trying to go to a montreal game because i've heard it's insane and they they pack it out and so um i'm ready to go to that i think they're playing in the semifinals right now but, um, yeah, they still have college ball up here. And, I mean, it's the same. I think there's just a lot more schools uh, back in the States. Yeah. Uh, do you uh, – you got into hockey at all? You've been to a Canadiens game? Uh, yeah, I went to a Montreal Canadiens game. So, uh, I- I'm trying to get into hockey. Uh, <laughs> I said that the Hurricanes are still my team, but I'm going to be rooting for Montreal. No, all right. No. There you go. Uh, Tyler, obviously the, the goal is to make it to the NFL and uh, you got a, a crack at that uh, with the Steelers. But right now, what you know is your goal to, to play there next year? Are you going to try to come play football professionally here in the United States? Uh, I know your focus right now is to win a championship, but beyond that, uh, what's on your mind when it comes to your football playing career? Um, you know, whatever God has in store for me, that's, that's what I'm going to do. Um, but Right now, he's given me this opportunity to go play for a championship, and like you said, uh, I'm focused on that and, and ready to do that. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see what the cards hold, but I, I just want to, I mean, I thank Montreal for, for signing me and giving me an opportunity, and I love it up here. Um, so, you know, focus kind of where my feet are at right now. Um, just ready to win. No doubt. Talking to Tyler Sneed and coming up on tomorrow's show, I mentioned Marcus Crandall. Um, another former pirate, uh, Morris Letcher, uh, I believe, is going to join us on the show. And, and Marcus said his son uh, plays on Montreal with Tyler Sneed, James Fletcher Jr. Uh, uh, you, how about that yeah. uh, that kid, Tyler? Yeah, no, he's, he's special. He's exciting to watch. Um, He's actually my roommate during camp. That's one of my closest friends on the team. So that's that's my boy. Um, if you guys haven't seen him play, man, he's exciting. 
That's awesome. And uh, we'll talk to Morris coming up uh, on the show along with Marcus Crandall on a Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. A little CFL flair here. And um, as we've talked about, uh, a lot of Pirates have gone north of the border and had success, including Stanley Bryant, who will be, what, opposite uh, you there in the championship coming up? Yes, sir. Winnipeg. Yeah, Stanley's been around for a long time. He's he's a future CFL Hall of Famer, I believe. He has played a long time and uh, won a whole lot. So so that's really cool. Uh, put it, making a name for himself up there in Canada. Tyler Sneed doing the thing. So Tyler, um, I don't know what what kind of game uh, should we expect here? You think we'll see a shootout, uh, defensive game? What kind of game are you expecting on uh, Saturday on this weekend? Man, um, you know, they got a good offense. They're, they got a good defense. They're a good team. Um, our defense is playing extremely well. Um, so, you know, I, I can't give a prediction. Uh, hopefully, you know, it's a good game. Um, I know both teams are going to come out there and play hard. But, uh, yeah, we're, we're excited to see what happens. Um, I mean, I guess you guys got to watch on Sunday. There you go. Uh, check it out. The Grey Cup coming up. Uh, Tyler Sneed trying to hoist that trophy uh, with the Montreal Alouettes. Tyler, we'll let you get back to it. We appreciate you joining us, man. Good luck, and uh, we'll catch up again down the road. Yes, sir. Appreciate you guys having me. Thank you. There is Tyler Sneed, the need for Sneed. What a, a story he is. Just really kind of coming out of nowhere with this ECU football team. They put him on the field. He just started making catches and never stopped making catches. And uh, he's doing the same now in Montreal for the Alouettes. Well, and the thing is, is that he, you know, as you can tell, Tyler's a pretty low-key guy, but his story has been extraordinary because you got to think about it. You know, he tried, uh, you know, he uh, played in preseason, was cut by the Steelers, if my memory serves correctly. He goes up to Montreal. He's on the practice squad for most of the season, and then due to injuries, he gets uh he gets called up to uh, to play in the wide receiver uh, position and never went back to the practice squad. So uh, for him to to go uh, from being cut in the NFL to making it in the CFL and now playing for a potential Grey Cup, that's a pretty uh, decent rookie season, if you ask me. No doubt, and I'm looking to see. I thought I saw somewhere you could catch it on CBS Sports Network. You can, uh, yes. Uh, but now da, 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 I'm da, da. seeing uh, CFL Plus. The viewers um, in the United States will be able to watch the CFL playoffs through CFL Plus. Um, and I'm trying to see. I thought I saw CBS Sports as an option as well. So I believe to... so. Um, yeah, CBS Sports is has been the carrier for a lot of those CFL games. I would venture to guess the, the Grey Cup will do the same. Um, and because I'm actually on their website and uh, I'm having trouble finding it myself. So Green but, Day will be the halftime entertainment. They oh yeah. released a statement and said. You better be ready because we're about to turn the Grey Cup green and into the loudest bleeping night in CFL history. That's pretty cool. What a statement by Billy Joe Armstrong and Green Day. Green Day is known for its hits Boulevard of Broken Dreams, American Idiot, and Wake Me Up When September Ends. That doesn't even include like all their other, their early stuff. Yeah. This is like their kind of we're older now i like the uh do you know what their first album was called joey maybe not the first one but the most the, popular the, the, one the most popular one it, yeah it i know that called one dookie 
<laughs> Straight up Dookie. That's what it was what? called. Yeah. It was called Dookie. And as a kid, it was a really cool album to have. So you say, hey, you got Dookie? I got Dookie. Great, uh, great album, Green Day. Okay, I've got uh, I got basketball tickets to give away. Oh, we do? I mean, uh, they're mine, but I'm not using them because I will be on the stick tonight doing PA in Minji's Coliseum. What? He, well, I can't waste it now. I gotta save my voice. Yeah, save it, save it. He, uh, but Shirley, we'll, does anybody want these tickets? If you can come pick them up in the next two hours by five o'clock, uh, if you're around, can send somebody to get them. I mean, we'll do like caller one right now. Four tickets for section 213. Nice. Because my folks can't go either. Come they got get them. Middle school volleyball game to go to. So 317 1250 if you want some basketball tickets. Ah, I found it. Pirates USC Upstate tonight. Okay, so actually you can see it through uh, CFL Plus, by the way, is a free online live streaming platform. Okay. But uh, they also, uh, CBSSports.com has one uh, that you can also uh, access. And CFL Plus is what they is showing that they're carrying. So um, you can catch it online, Ooh. streaming it, but it is absolutely free um, to get CFL Plus. All right. There you go. See if that's somebody that wants okay, to take it, Charlie. CFL Plus. Oh, is it Jamie's birthday? He said, would love to hear clips sing live the country version of Give It Away. I mean, if that's what you want for your birthday, I'll deliver it jamie no doubt because uh yeah it's a big day the big four four for jamie he says fofo i believe we have our uh ecu basketball tickets winner yes his name is frank brown and he will be here shortly all right his name is frank frank uh we got these tickets here for you franker all right let's take a break where is channer uh, he said he'd be running late, but he'd be late. <clears throat> What's he doing? Big boy business? Probably some big dog business. Big dog business? Okay, fair enough. I'm going to wait for him to come back before we sing to uh, Jamie. We need the whole crew here. Ken Wadlington going to join us. Patrick Mason. Jacob Jenkins Cowart. Parker Bird. We got our Fleet Feet Rundown. We got another giveaway in addition to the basketball tickets. And more on a Wednesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. For my shirt, too sexy for my shirt, so sexy it hurts. I'm too sexy for my land, too sexy for my land, New York and Japan, too sexy for Japan. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. 
pirate water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Drive a little and save a lot at Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. They have great, a great selection of new and pre-owned vehicles. Plus, they offer service to all makes and models in a state-of-the-art facility. Drive a little and save a lot with a short trip to Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram on Highway 264 in Washington and online at Washington Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram.com. Now, let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday. Man, I really want to sing along with Michael McDonald, but got to save the voice. Happy birthday wishes going out to Chat Gang All-Star Jamie today. You can join us on Facebook Live or YouTube if you would like to jump in to the mix. And uh, let's go see who's talking on Facebook. Brandon Manning says, would Green Day sing Canadian Idiot instead of American Idiot? That's a good question basket case i mean come on that's a classic josh says pirates 14 and a half point favorite what you think good riddance mm. pirates by i'm seeing i'm seeing like 11 to 13 in my head i know you're gonna take the pirates josh so go ahead and take them ain't gonna matter what i say take the pirates but man, that it started like 12 and a half, and then I saw 13 and a half. You're seeing 14 and a half. Somebody's taking the pirates. Uh, Josh says also, how about the Otani to the Braves rumors? Yeah, I won't get excited until it's happened, until it happens. Seeing Otani. Until the ink is dry on that contract. Yeah, now I did see something. What did I see? He re- They rejected a, uh, it was him and six other players um, rejected a. I forget what the term is called, but basically it keeps them as free agents. Well, this is what I saw. Warren Buffett's Berkshire Berkshire Hathaway invest in Atlanta Braves. I mean, we're going to get some uh, more money to throw at Shohei Otani. I don't know. Maybe. I'll take that. Realistically, Clip, Otani, Braves, you see that happening? Realistically. Yeah, I can see it happening. Why could you not see it happen? I just he looks like a, a guy who needs to be in a super big market city. Uh, yeah, sure. Could be. But does he want to win a championship while getting paid a lot of money? Yeah, I mean Braves that's a good that's the best situation for him for sure. We're gonna have more translators on our team than any other team in MLB <laughs> history. That's true. We got Ronnie's guy, we'll get Shohei's guy. But is it true he's just gonna be batting next year and then the year after he'll go like to pitching? I appreciate y'all thinking I know everything. I don't know if that's true. Carolina radio legend. <laughs> um, I don't know, but that's a good question. Like, would you, you you'd want him if he was just hitting though? Definitely. Clearly, but yeah. you'd also don't want to pay for yeah pitching and hitting when he's just hitting. Right. Well, I'm sure they'll go over that through the negotiations. Yeah, like 30 mil first year, 55 the next. Or he could lie and say, yeah, I'll do both, and then show up and be like, I'm not pitching. I shorted it out today, coach. Yeah. I'll hit, but I ain't pitching. We, we do need some uh, top-end uh, starting pitching in Atlanta as well. Chad said, bring him to the O's. Now, that's uh, that I could not see. Yeah, I like Baltimore. Uh, I don't understand. Yeah, 
I don't understand the uh, the stock stuff. Pike, he said, I have stock with BRKB. So are you saying I own part of the Braves? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Atticus says, ECU minus 13 and a half tonight clip. I'm on it. I knew you would be. Um, I hate to say, and I didn't tell you so, but I told you I had a feeling about last night. I felt a little shaky about ECU women going to VCU on the road right ahead of a big trip right ahead of playing a a top 25 opponent in ohio state it had the recipe for a loss and that is exactly what happened last night as the ecu women fall to vcu ugly looking ahead i mean it was a perfect look ahead spot not only to the opponent but really to like they're they're packing their bags to the bahamas that's awesome they're like, of course I'm focused on this game, but I've also got to make sure I got all my... My passport you know, is in my suitcase. Yeah. I got my shampoo packed. Yeah. Got to make sure you have the suntan lotion. Right. I just think I, distractions, I man. I mean, SPF. Hello. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of distractions. Um, my first question was, where is Chandler? My second was, where is Ken Watlington? You available at 320? Yes, sir. Well, where are you, Ken? <laughs> Moving on. I guess can we can we discuss the respectometer now? Uh sure. I wanted more people around to do that, but I, us three can handle it. Because I would say that he just fell off the respectometer. Oh wow, Ken Wadlington tumbling down the respectometer. Yep. So we have five levels of respecto. All right. So so Shirley was cutting up some uh, some Mike Schwartz earlier today, and found a ton. I shouldn't even, just just found respect everywhere she looked. Mm-hmm. And there are different levels of respect mm-hmm. one can give and receive. So can you just run down in no particular order? Mm-hmm. In random order, what we got here. Great respect. So much respect. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Great respect. So much respect. All right. Great amount of respect for them. Great amount of respect. Great respect. So much respect. Great amount of respect. Just ton of respect. Ton of respect. Incredible respect. Incredible respect. Wow. Is that it? That's that it. Those are, those are the five levels. <sighs> All right. So... I hope y'all remembered those. Charlie, you got them written down, right? Uh, yes, they're right up here. All right, what do you got? Great, so much, great amount, ton, incredible. Great, so much, great amount. Okay, I'm going to put, and we can talk about these. We can L- debate. Let's go from, debate. <laughs> from low to high. Okay. I don't know. So much sounds a little disingenuous to me. Maybe not uh, disingenuous, but like it kind of, kind of. Uh, it doesn't really put a number on or a label. So much. Well, is that is that you mean like great or a ton? Like I, a ton. I would say that's a good amount. Because like, it, let's think about it like this: If somebody were to come up to me and say, "Hey, what do you think about Clip?" Man, I got so much respect for that oh, guy. When you put it that way, you know uh, what I mean? Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah you might be right. Again, it's, well, then, that's two out of five, though. So it's not like. But we haven't well we we haven't put an order on it yet. Oh. 
Well, if we're if if we're going to put it in that context, then I think great respect should be on the low end, because great doesn't necessarily give us a specific. But doesn't he also go great amount? Yes, that's why I was going to differentiate between great and great amount, because a great amount, you can almost picture the amount. I feel like a great amount could be less than great, though. Like he's taking a piece of the great and giving you a, an amount of it. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie. I feel like great amount is just like so much. Which is why... Because Which is why, great so great is is a very gray area. A great amount, slightly less gray area. If so I was saying. if I was ordering it, I would have so much, so much respect. Man, that sounds good. Though. I would have so much and great amount lower than great. Great amount of respect for you. <laughs> Y'all great disagree? Respect. No, no, no. I think great is first. Okay. Great respect. So you want to put great at the bottom? Yes. That's what you're telling me. Because I think the more I think about it, you're right, Joey. I think so much and great amount are kind of hand in hand. They're hand in hand. In they're the they're close. Life. They're close together. So it's number two. But the way Joey said so much, move that up. Yes. To me. So you want so to go, go great well, amount? Say, yes, great same amount. Scenario. I could say. All right. Say that again. Amount. Do that again. Do hey, your, what do, do you, what do you think about Clip? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about Clip? Oh, I got a great amount of respect for him. Nah, nah, so it much so much a sounds lot better. better. Yeah. Sounds so so we go so we go great respect as the bottom one. Great respect. Great amount. Next level up. Great amount of respect for them. Okay. Now, are we going kind of so much or ton? Oh, so much is next. So much respect. I don't know. You got to do the the Joey thing. Like that's what really clicks with me so okay do it again all right so we're gonna go bottom uh, i don't know oh, which it. one which one uh a ton try a ton try a ton yeah uh what do you think about shirley oh man i got a ton of respect for her hmm now do it now do so much again uh what do you think about clip i got so much respect for him the so much is rising up the charts for me okay so we want to put ton in that three spot i think so okay just ton of respect and then number four which i was gonna have so much on the bottom it has now climbed all the way to four level for me so much respect yeah okay and then you, and then the top one i think is is hands down incredible respect incredible respect because that's a word you don't normally use in respect yeah. to yeah, it almost that word out of place yes but it works it works so our our uh hierarchy as far as from top to bottom so this is number one incredible respect number two is so much so much respect three is ton of respect just ton of respect great amount great amount of respect for them great respect <laughs> and then somewhere below that is ken watlington because <laughs> we don't know where he is he is alive um got tied up and may or may not be making an appearance. We don't know yet. Okay. But uh, I appreciate him reaching out and letting me know that he is still with us. Um, Jamie says, I agree. Great respect is at the bottom. Eric said, Ken may have slipped in the parking lot because of all his drippage. 
he's pimping too hard these days he has to fall back a little save some for the rest of us kenneth he's a cool cat man hey, he's a cool cat man <laughs> great respect for ken's drippage which really isn't much respect great respect <laughs> <laughs> oh man luke says r-e-s-p-e-c-t find out what it means to me jerry says i thought wnct was on our side apparently not crap apparently not um how you feel about hoops tonight minus 13 and a half is kind of a lot now i'm seeing 14 and a half 14 according to josh it's a team that's gonna fight against us uh that's going to be a close cover. Yeah. But I'd still take ECU. They got it with some free throws the other day, although it shouldn't have been that close. Um, Kenny says the utmost respect. That would be a big one. Yeah. Yeah, but we don't have that yet. Yeah, where would that fall into? I think that's above so much. And below incredible. incredible. Yeah, yeah, in between so much and incredible, I believe. Because I still think incredible is the top one just because that word is is rarely used in respect to respect. Man, what a bummer. Not that Ken can't show up. I don't care about Ken, whatever. But I had a bit planned. Yes, and I heard the bit and I thought it was hilarious. And now, Ken, you ruined it much below great respect we're calling him the bit ruiner now so much a great amount below respect this is what i get for trying to do a little extra and have some fun incredible incredible amount of disrespect right now so we do it anyway can we all put our pretend hats on sure god it's not even gonna be funny now did i say his name in the bit I think I did. You did. Ken! All right. We'll have to pretend Joey's Ken. Joey, can you be Ken for one moment? Sure. All right. Here's the bit. I'm doing PA at basketball tonight. Okay. So I got to save my voice. Yeah. I have a three-hour talk show and then do a two-hour basketball game. It's a lot. I got to be RJ Felton! Can't do that. So, you know, this AI, this technology, I had an AI clip take over the rest of the show. Really? Yeah. And it's going to talk to you. Okay, Ken? Okay. All right. Is that cool with you, Ken? Yeah, no problem. All right. Well, the AI robot's going to take over the rest of this interview. All right. Go, AI robot. Hello. Hello, Hello, Ken. How How are are you you doing doing today? today? I'm doing good. Clip, how are you? That's That's great. great. Let's, let's check, check in, in on some scores from last night. Yeah, sure. Let's do it. One, three, four, one, oh, seven, one, 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 oh, five, one, two, six, one, two, zero. Huh? Hmm. Let's see. What else? What else? Rory McElroy resigns from PGA Tours Policy Board. That's interesting. Talk about that. Uh, yeah, I think no, let's not talk about that. Let's talk about Michael Jordan versus LeBron James. Oh, well, LeBron's the better. GOAT. <laughs> yeah, LeBron. That's boring. What else? What else? Um, let's get to the Fleet Feet rundown. 
I can't find the sponsorship in my stack of digital papers. Where the f*** did it go? I always do this sh- Mother. All right. Cut, cut AI clip. Cut AI clip. That thing went bonkers. Oh, boy. That AI, you know, that's what's going to happen. It's going to take over, and they're going to start cussing us all out. You saw the video of the AI that literally... I shouldn't say that on the air, I guess. It, it shut down on itself. It realized that his the AI's task was not worth doing, so the machine <laughs> shut down. So just like a human, it quit. It was a it was an a, it was a robot mailman, <laughs> and he was like, "I quit." And ge- no, genuinely, like it, I quit, and the machine shut down in the middle of whilst doing its task because it calculated like the necessity of what they have to do and process, and the machine just shut down because it, it clarified that it was not worth. The input, the output, I guess. <laughs> so basically, it took the feelings out of it and just said, eh, forget it. Yeah. Oh, I wish I was a robot. Man. Just for that. Well, too bad that bit's ruined. But you did a great job interacting with it and pretending to be Ken. I tried. I appreciate that, man. Um, you t- you stepped up today. You did one more, son. No Chon, no Ken, no problem. Eric said, have you scanned your your bleeping MVP card? Oh, my God. I was at the grocery store at 930 last night because I had to go and get some Benadryl. And, uh, you know, I was rushing because I realized, uh uh-oh, the grocery store closes at 10. It was 930. And I was like, oh, man, I got to run over there and and get it before they lock the door. So I ran to the grocery store. I go to – I scanned – the benadryl and as i'm putting it in the bag i hear have Have you scanned your your mvp card and i mean dead on just like you guys did it and i started to giggle under (laughs) uncontrollably while i'm standing in the middle of the grocery store and i'm just like how did they nail that just so perfectly scan your bleeping card bleeper (laughs) you know what we quit I'm Scan done. something else. Take As a matter of fact, take it for free. Bend over and scan your bleep. <laughs> you bleeping bleep. Uh, robots are taking over, folks. They're cashless now in uh, in Dowdy Fickland. It's already happening. What? But we're going to do an Alex Jones type show from now on. <laughs> With the conspiracies and uh, things like that. See, Ken not being here changed the entire show's format. We're not even sports talk anymore. Nope. Let's take a break. When we return, more to go in hour number one. Still to come on today's show, P. Mace, Patrick Mason. Hopefully he'll make an appearance. <coughs> Hopefully. Then he might get some great respect. Uh, Josh said is great respect akin to bless your heart. It could be, yes, because it could be Bless your a heart. compliment. Great respect. But it can also be an insult at the same time. I, I don't think it's that bad because I can't. No, I'm thinking that's the male version of bless your heart. Bless it, your heart can definitely be an insult. I know. Oh, we but, know this. But can great respect. I think that's the male version of bless your heart. And what I mean that you hear bless your heart more coming from women than you do anywhere else. Sure. So, great respect would be kind of the male version of Bless Your Heart. 
so much respect for michael mcdonald and his voice and for shirley playing this song are you gonna play that version of out of touch you were playing before the show yes sir when i hear that song i think of murdering people <laughs> and grand theft auto i heard it great it, grand theft auto song from i back heard in the it day. at lunch today i was eating lunch and it was playing and i was like gosh i haven't heard that song in a long time i was like hmm let me see if I can find a live version of it so I can use it as a bumper. I don't know if it was 3 or Vice City, but just had an incredible soundtrack. And like, uh, and I run, run so far. So I hear those songs. Flock of Seagulls. Vice. Vice City? I loved Vice. It was on the commercial, the So Far Away uh, song was. Mm-hmm. More to go. Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday. Kenny says, heavens to Betsy. Back with you after this. to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. The best place in Greenville to unwind after work and have fun is AJ McMurphy's. AJ says daily food and drink specials and an awesome patio. Perfect for some outdoor dining when the weather is nice. There's something for everyone every weeknight, including sports trivia with Clip Brock on Wednesday nights. AJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday with no cover and brunch every Sunday. Make today an AJ's day. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. You're out of touch. All right, so tonight we got Pirate Hoops. I'll be there. Most of our regulars will be there. So I'm pushing back the start time to trivia. So if you're going to Minji's, no problem. Just head on over after the game. We'll get started around 9.15 or so. If you're not going to Minji's, go watch the basketball game at AJ's. And uh, we'll be there after it. So uh, we'll have a fun time coming up tonight. Do a little rapid fire. Post hoops trivia. East Carolina trying to get to... 3-0 3-0 on the year when they take on USC Upstate. USC Upstate has already had a somewhat challenging season to this point and played some uh, some tougher competition. And one common opponent that East Carolina will see, South Carolina, USC Upstate lost to the Gamecocks. 82-53. Uh, uh, they were much more competitive against Vanderbilt. Lost that game 74 to 67, and then lost to, or excuse me, beat a team. According to this, uh, okay, Piedmont International University. They beat them 106 to 48. So, uh, yeah, took care of whatever that is. Uh, East Carolina, uh, between a 12 and a half and 14 and a half point, t- point favorite tonight, uh, depending on where you look. And that is a seven o'clock tip off inside of Minji's Coliseum. Um, saw this earlier today. Name Redacted tweeted out that 
a two hundred thousand dollar donation was made to team boneyard which uh is pretty huge you're welcome yeah no, i'm just kidding you got that kind of case no sir um but i mean i don't know the exact numbers but that's pretty much uh it's not far off from our entire like football budget this year right as far i mean numbers i've heard floating around so that is huge um although again this is a conspiracy show now not a sports talk show do you think they just announced that and then other people will start donating on top of it like they needed to uh they could it's a false flag they could but nobody was recognized so exactly what you think people do want to do it with the anonymous with the being anonymous or they want to be recognized either way i'm just saying this is a um I mean, it definitely could be a ploy, you know, like, hey, by the way, somebody's doing it. Why don't you, you know? I'm looking at everything side-eyed today. I don't know. Nah, but this is huge uh, to have that kind of donation. And again, it doesn't guarantee anything. It doesn't guarantee you're going to have good players. It, I'll tell you what it does mainly, I think, is helps you retain players. Uh, one, players that you really want to keep on your roster. And two, will certainly help in the uh, the portal aspect of things but uh yeah so 200k huh that's uh that's a large number uh for east carolina uh eric says oh eric's already apologized that was just donnie kirkpatrick giving his salary back Eh, i gotta beat a dead horse mike p says what if the guy's name is actually anonymous anonymous jones (laughs) (laughs) and he's not getting the credit thank you mr anonymous Chad said, like going to an auction and getting the bidding started. This guy was getting the bidding started and didn't know any, nobody would top him, and now he's uh, 200K in the hole to Team Bo. There you go. I guess you were not here earlier, Mike P., when I was asking which uh, Grand Theft Auto was that from. But, yes, that is – I totally get flashbacks to playing that game. I'm excited for the new one. Coming yeah, up. I saw a new one. What, what number are they on now? Six. That's crazy. I mean, we've been on five for years, though really we've been on five for almost a decade now i pretty much stopped after vice city okay yeah fair enough but there was like cj san andreas yeah so I just san know andreas that is five because of the uh the uh when Chappelle did the tupac song on Chappelle's show <laughs> run up on your spot like cj from san andreas <laughs> um so does vice city count as four yep okay and then there was a fifth and i think i played some of that but yeah vice city was really my last one do you know anything about the new one coming out no they haven't even dropped the trailer yet but they've been talking about it for a year now talking about it's gonna come out now it's like all right trailers coming out two years after this when the game comes so. vice city's gotta be well which what what which one is your favorite you're younger than me uh, for so. me it's gotta be five san andreas five, san andreas this is the one i grew up on I've right been playing so <clears throat> Uh, but those have got to be some of the best games of all time that really destroyed our society. Yeah. Eric says, don't hit the table or the record might skip, might skip. I told you. Quit hitting the table. Do you understand that reference? Man, it's so good. 
Pike says, you're correct, Clipper. AI is taking over. I just spent 45 minutes on the phone with my health insurance and CBS Minute Clinic because neither can do their jobs. They are. <laughs> Sorry to hear that, Pike. Yeah, phone AIs are the worst. Yeah. I had to pay my phone bill through an AI. Give me your numbers on the back of your card. Give it to her. Type it in. Uh, they do not match. I'm looking at my card right now. I like when you have to say it and like you don't say it clear enough. And they're like, did you say a 0842? Yes. Um, well, we need to do an AI, an entire AI version of this show. Could be done. With the right technology. Chad wants to see remakes of NBA Jam and NFL Blitz. NBA Jam was the best. Let's see. Through the years, all-time favorite games. So NBA Jam would be up there. The college, yeah, college football. Um, I mean, I was as a kid into both Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. Probably more so Street Fighter, although I think Mortal Kombat's way more popular now. Both pretty popular, but I didn't really play them. Are you talking about like stand-up video I'm games or like video games just in general? All games, no matter the platform. I I loved Galaga. That was one of my favorites. Um, pole Position. Contra. If you go back to the early Nintendo days. Yeah, I remember Contra. Um, I played a lot of uh, Zelda and i really like zelda i like the fact that it, the game itself was gold yes so it's separated it was so itself cool. from other games and then the the most frustrating game of all time is that damn duck hunt because i wanted to kill the dog yeah that was boring i, I didn't like duck I, hunt. I i i like duck hunt but you know anyone who's ever played it knows that that laser gets off target and so you could be pointing right at the duck and still cannot get the duck and then, you know, that stupid dog comes up from behind the bushes and starts laughing at you, and then you're just pissed off about that, and you want to, you know, shoot the dog, and you can't do it. Relax, it's, Mike Vick. Yeah, I, I was a little frustrated playing um, that game. Drew says, and I've heard this one a million times, but I didn't have an N64, GoldenEye, the uh, James Bond game, 007. Uh, everybody says that's, like, one of the best games ever. Luke says Super Smash Brothers. Chad says Mario Kart. Yes, I love Mario Kart. See, I Mario, never played that game. Mario Kart, Mario Super Sluggers. Oh. Uh, Chad says, Clip, do you remember Double Dribble? Of course I do. Oh, Double. yeah, Double Dribble was a good one. <laughs> Double Dribble. Now, I will say... <laughs> I want to hear the, the start of Double Dribble. Double Dribble. Hold on, let me see if I can find it. I'll Hold see on. if I can find it on uh, the tubes of you. But that was a... Uh, that was an old classic. Did you ever get into Call of Duty or no? Nah, man. And my stepson, he, he was into those games, and I just couldn't get into them. Now, I did love um, Red Dead Redemption, although I was never really that good at it. But it was just such a cool yeah. atmosphere and stuff. Uh, let's see. Double Dribble NES. Oh, yeah, they had the National Anthem. Let's see if this got the start of the game. Oh, we got an ad, of course. I'm trying to get the dang thing to... I'm trying to eat your ham. Why am I not getting any sound? 
Oh, there we go. Hit it. Hold on, Charlotte. Cut that. Cut that. Here we go. This is what. <laughs> but yeah then they hit you go to the arena and they hit the uh the anthem you had to stand you had to put down your sticks and stand up nothing like a little eight bit <laughs> national anthem mike tyson's punch out was great uh double dribble you could go to the corner and that, like you're shooting a three, but you could go all the way in and dunk it. It was awesome. You had to get to the right spots on the court. Here it is. Uh, you pick your team. Oh, yeah. You shoot, and the guy shoots. You pick the level. Yeah. And then... Uh, I'm what gonna, a great game. And by gonna, great, I mean awful that I played a million times as a kid. Here it goes right here. Play ball. Double dribble. All right, we got <laughs> such a tear. Blades of Steel says Mike P. Tiger Woods with the DMX intro says Brad. Oh four. Mm, I don't remember that Come one. Come up. Excite bike. That was a good one, Jamie. Oh, uh, Tecmo Bowl. Of course. Eric says anybody remember the game NBA Jam ripped off Arch Rivals? Yes, I do. Man, that was a great baseball game where you're like playing with robots and you could fight, but I don't remember what that game was called. Oh. Whoops. Defender and Pitfall, says Robert. Oh, um. He's 85 years do old. Do you remember, oh, I think it was called Paperboy? Of course. Yeah, I liked playing Paperboy. Yeah. Brandon says, I really think you need to break it down by era. Contra and Little League Baseball. Yeah, yeah. Ken Griffey Baseball, Tony Hawk Pro Skater, Twisted Metal, and Original Halo. Brandon going through his entire childhood. Mike P says Double Dragon. That was a good one. I played that at Chad's house. I loved Atari football because I could cheat. Because I learned if, you know, because Atari, you, you could only run one guy, uh, control him with, uh, with the controller. So I discovered by accident if you run off the left-hand screen your guy pops out on the right-hand side of the screen and so i would be playing with uh my friends and if i went to go tackle the guy missed i would just run off the left side of the screen and pop out on the other side and tackle him that way so uh yeah i cheated I, i guess that might be like the earliest cheat code that i can remember all right well let's say goodbye to ken wallington ken thanks for joining us Say goodbye, Ken. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you next week. Uh, Let's take a break. When we return, hour two of Pirate Radio Live, we will have our Fleet Feet rundown. P Mace, Patrick Mason, will join us. Coming up later on, Jacob Jenkins Coward and Parker Bird. Right now, it's Hall and Oates on the Superstation Pirate Radio. Wait, that wasn't a good walk up. So let me keep going. We got our giveaway coming up in hour number three. You can be the lucky winner on the Pirate Radio Live Line. Right now, it's Hall of Notes right here on Pirate Radio. If you see a faded sign at the side of the road that says, hey, 
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Down on Main Street, Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go. Join Down on Main Street every Wednesday for half-price wings from 4 p.m. to close. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, uh, Thinking about takeout tonight? Well, Familia can make everything real easy for you with a great selection of Italian food and more. Visit FamiliaNC.com to see the full menu featuring pizzas, pastas, salads, and homemade desserts. Place your order online or call 689-6330 and Familia will have your order ready in their convenient drive-thru window for pickup. Finish up a busy day with a great dinner for yourself or your family from Familia. Familia on Fire Tower Road near Pitt Community College. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right. Jamie, I think you're talking about TNC Surf Design. Is that what that was called? Tyler says Wolfenstein, Starcraft, Dune 2000. Dune. Um, talking video games a moment ago. Robert said, "Have you seen Jimbo's buyout?" Looking at a Sports Illustrated article right now. Seventy-seven mil behind the numbers. Twenty-five percent of his deal, or about nineteen point two five million, is due in lump sum within sixty days of his termination. So he's got that to look forward to. Christmas will be good in the Fisher House. Another roughly seven mil within 120 days of termination. This starts his annual clock through the rest of the deal, which lasts until 2031. Uh, so he will receive that annually, seven million. Is that right? Assistant coaching staff buyout roughly eight million. <coughs> buying out their new coach's contract from his current school anything more than six million is considered a high number within the industry uh that new coach's year one salary is likely to be around seven million about 15th nationally behind florida state's mike norvell and florida's billy napier the new assistant coach's salary pool will likely be eight million he says this ballpark takes you to 55 million all in within the next few months as far as what Texas A&M is paying out and what they'll have to pay the new guy. And it's just an an incredible amount of money that they are spending to tell this guy to get out of here. It is the biggest contract buyout in college sports history. So now, and what's the deal with like if you – get a new job you don't get paid that money or something or do you have to be making that amount of money to not get paid what they owe you well i know that there are some contracts they have they have some sort of clause that says we'll pay you your buyout but if you take another job that gets cut off right yeah that's what happened with matt rule in nebraska i think nebraska paid a portion of our buyout with matt rule yeah and it just depends on how the contract is structured. I'm not sure if it's a universal rule or if it's just one that's commonly put into contracts and maybe it varies from, you know, place to place. But I know the more, the more familiar one to me is when you get a buyout. Um, I mean, I don't know of any other contract that was structured the way Bobby Bonilla's contract was back in the day yeah. where he gets like 
what is it, a million dollars every year or something like that? I forget Whatever what the number is. is. Yeah, but he gets it every year. He hasn't played in years. He just backloaded it. Oh, that yeah. Was a great, great move by him. Um, Jamie says he should retire. Why coach again? Mike P says, why would he go back to work? I mean, the only reason I could think of would be boredom. Yeah. Like he's got to Boredom do... and ego. And ego. Correct. Because we all get bored and we all have egos, especially college football head coaches that make all that money and have everybody. You tell, you control everything at yeah. the school pretty much. Yeah. You are the big boss. I will tell you this. I'd like to try being a football coach one time. Give me a $77 million buyout. You will never see me set foot on a coaching sideline again. Well, you got to And be, I won't be bored. You got to be pretty you. good. You got to win some games. Well, yeah. But if you can get through that portion of it, you can get hired and fired for the next 40 years or whatever. And yeah. just be, and just make And it. set for life. You got to at least fake it or actually be good for uh, about three or four years. And mm-hmm. then after that, you're set. You can stink, you can lose, and you will just get traded around, hired, fired, whatever. Your buddy will get a job. You land on the staff with him, get another couple million. Yeah, It's a great life. I mean, that's why a lot of those co- coaches that are up there in age, they just don't quit. Because, I mean, you think about it. How old is Nick Saban? Old. Yeah. So it's got to be one of two. Re- it's not about the money. He's got plenty of it. It's the ego, and it's to avoid boredom. 72 years of age. 72 years old, still coaching. And still winning. Well, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm taking out the winning portion of it for for now. I'm just saying a lot of these coaches, you know, they they coach until, you know. I mean, there are some, the rare breeds, that are just born to be coaches, and they just can't get off a field no matter what. But then you have the others that it's more ego-driven, than anything anything else uh skip what's up skip says who are these supposed front runners are you talking about for the new a&m job i'll look up uh i'll look at an article real quick my according to bleacher report what you got well Stephen a smith called out to dion yeah to do it yeah dion's name's been thrown around quite a bit mike elko jeff trailer my guy with utsa Dan Lanning at Oregon. Is that the short list? He said he wouldn't do it. 100% or 0% chance of him going there. How about my guy, Kalen DeBoer? DeBoer? I don't know who that is. He is in Washington. He's the head coach of Washington. Hmm. I thought it was Rick Neuheisel. I knew it wasn't him, but I didn't know who their coach was. (laughs) This would be great. Lane Train. Lane Kiffin just continues to leave every job he ever has. Mike Norvell, uh, Chris Kleiman at K-State, Lance Leopold at K-Kansas. That's uh, according to this Bleacher Report article. Some possible candidates. So, yeah, A&M. Will they ever be a factor in the SEC? Can they be a power? So far... Other than one little Johnny football run, that's about that's about it, right? Yeah, that's about all they had. All right, uh, Fleet Feet rundown brought to you by Fleet Feet. Skip says, "Why would Landing leave Oregon for more money?" 
reckon. Oregon's going to where? The Big Ten. True or false? No clue, because it's going to be the Big Something. Yep, Big Ten. All right, Oregon's going to the Big Ten. So, like, you're going to have, Lanning will have safety in his conference. Yeah. Because if you're in the Big Ten or SEC, you don't have to worry about anything, really. He's already said it. He's already said that he wouldn't do it. Who cares? How many coaches said they're not going to do something and do it? I've never seen a coach say... I'm not going to be the Alabama coach. I've never seen a coach say a 0% chance. 0% chance. That's happened before? Hold on. Let me... uh... He came out and said that there's 0% chance he'd be the the coach somewhere and then went and coached there? Um... Hold on. I just don't think you would shoot yourself in the foot like that. Dude, yes, it happens. Where's the uh, the Nick Saban thing? Why can't I find it on YouTube? Did he say I'm not going to be the coach at Alabama? Or where was he talking about he wasn't going to be the coach of? Uh, no, it was Alabama. It was before he left for Alabama. I thought so, too. Yeah. Uh, want to say we had it somewhere Hold there on. are there are just a million examples of coaches you know not leave. i'm not looking to leave i'm not gonna do it now what now this guy said zero percent or whatever is that what you said yeah all right he's might he might be trying to take it to a new level <laughs> he's like let me let me show you oh you mean this <laughs> how one? great i am <laughs> i don't know how else i can say it guys i've said it three different occasions well then i guess i have to say it i'm not going to be the alabama coach i think i've said this over and over and over again <laughs> that would be wow. one nick saban <laughs> wow. i mean it happens every year and he yeah he's talking about the actual job that he ended up taking Jansen said, I heard Dan Campbell's name being thrown around, and I don't want Dan Campbell to go there. I don't. I want him to stay in the NFL. His, look, his exact quote was, everything I want exists right here. I'm not going anywhere. There's zero chance that I would coach, uh, that I would be coaching somewhere else. If he goes to Texas A&M. There's no way he stays. Is this Dan Lanning in yes. Oregon? Yes. yes no yes. chance he stays there his whole career. No zero chance. I don't, I don't not say the whole career, but that's what he said. He said I'm not going anywhere, right? Yeah, I mean Chandler, where are you, Chandler? Why are you texting me? Why aren't you here talking to me? He said Skip Holtz did it to us. Now Skip did the whole. I don't have an agent. I'm not looking for a job. I'm not looking to leave anywhere. I love Greenville, Purple, all that. Every coach does that. <laughs> Every coach does yeah. that. And uh, that's fine. I know people, coaches do that. But to go to this, I mean, what Saban did, that's crazy. Shirley, could you look up Skip Holtz and see if it's something like easy decision or something decision? I swear, all those years ago, I made a soundbite of him telling us how tough a decision it was and then getting to South Florida and saying it was the easy decision. <laughs> I think I have that. Hold on one second. I'm looking for it right now. And I don't hate on any of these guys. It just, it'd be better if they didn't come out and say, I'm not going to do this and then go do it. But what is the right answer? Like, are you looking at other jobs? Yep. You got it right here. All right. See what this is. I think this is Skip from back then. Oh, hold on. Oh, Tough decision or easy one? Uh, No, very easy decision. Thank you. Okay. 
okay that was just that i thought i had a cut up of like oh well that okay him I didn't. saying tough decision and then he got there and he said no easy decision because that was him when he got to south florida talking about how easy the decision was for him yeah, to okay. leave east carolina uh, let's see. but anyway I, if you can find it cool by the way uh chandler says uh you know what chandler's doing what sending emails uh, he said he'll be here in 30 minutes. You're on the clock, buddy. If you ain't here at 449, don't even bother showing up. Doors will be locked. Locks will be changed. Sick. Office cleaned out. Joey and I are going to throw your stuff. Yeah. It'll be outside out on the floor yeah. at 450 on the dot. By the way, was that your hoodie zip thing? Nike? Yes. Okay. Is my, uh, did Jenny drop that off? I don't know. It was uh, Chandler said, Who's, uh, whose is this on my chair? Okay, we were trying probably, to figure out whose it was. Right. It's probably my baby. Well, you need to take better care of your baby, yeah, sure. especially if you actually have a baby one day. Uh, I do. Have you one. plan on having children? I do. Yeah, you plan two on having boys. two-legged children. Two boys, yep. Two-legged children. Hopefully. One day. Um, okay. So, I have... This is what I found. Um, <coughs> okay. Welcome to Tampa. Tampa. Thank, yep. you very, thank you very yep. much. I appreciate it. Very nice to see you. It's an exciting day for you. It is a no, very exciting day. Uh, so there was Tough the decision easy or decision. easy one? Uh, no, no, very easy decision. Thank you. Okay. What has made this such a difficult process, decision-making, and transition for me has been how much I believe in this program. I okay, think so that, those were the two cuts. And then those maybe, were the two cuts, and yeah. you just didn't you – didn't put them together but they are in here so hit that one real quick again this is him leaving greenville about the tough process and what has made this such a difficult process decision making and transition for me has been how much i believe in this program it was a difficult tough decision making process and then he got there and what did it sound like tough decision or easy one uh no very easy decision thank you (laughs) that's just how coaches are man that's crazy. <laughs> no, it was easy. What are you talking about? <laughs> Leaving East Carolina for South Florida? Oh, easy decision. Go Bulls! He does his Bulls thing. Doubles. I like Skip. I, like, I mean, all these guys are fine. It's just, the, it's just the way of the world. You just gotta, you gotta understand how it works, man. To be fair, I mean, I think the Dion claim is a bit outlandish, but there's a five star who in 2025 decommitted because he doesn't think Dion will be there. Uh, commit decommitted from Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. Okay, but if he thinks Dion's going somewhere, why not just stay committed with them? He could get out of it, right? So where is he going to commit? I guess he's just reopening his. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, let's see. Pike says, uh, "Clipper, you look thinner without your beard." Oh, well, thank you. Who me? <laughs> uh let's see jerry says chon better show up for jamie's birthday is this our fleet feet rundown talking about coaches i think it is i'll tell you who is showing up for jamie's birthday one patrick mason who will join us next segment what will the pirate coaching staff look like in 2024 uh we'll have lane kiffin <laughs> um, hey we got that big nil boost there's money 000. money just flowing in money absolutely flowing in right now 
uh great to talk to tyler sneed earlier in the show great cup coming up this sunday and he will be a part of it with the montreal alouettes fleet feet rundowns brought to you by fleet feet they got something for walkers runners and everyone in between you got to have the best and most comfortable shoes and you can go see ecu alum chris lunyon and find those shoes at fleet feet they got all the tools and technology to get you in the right shoe go see them 207 east arlington boulevard in the old gordon's golf location fleet feet they run for you um tonight east carolina usc upstate so game one brandon johnson 29 points for the pirates game two rj felton 30 points for the pirates our boy johnny stat said last year it started that way as well with bj being the leading scorer game one rj game two quentin de Bunge leading scorer game three joey who will lead the pirates in points tonight against usc upstate mm, can i not go back to one of these guys or i have to choose a different guy that's a good question because i was just thinking about that i think we should take a non bj rj answer okay non bj rj we gotta go you know what let's let's hope for a big bobby p night dude that's where i was going let's go for a big bobby p night because i'm thinking ezra gets 12 or 13 and bobby p gets 14 yeah but if he's the leading scorer at 14 can we score enough points let's say brandon has 12 Ezra has 13, that's 25, RJ 12, 37, Bobby P 14, that gets us to 51. <coughs> We're going to need to score in the 70s, right? So LeCount's got six, that's 57. Ben's got five. Baela has five, that's now we're up to, what did I say, 57? So that'll put us in the 60s. Uh, we need a few from Dabunjay. Dabunjay gives you at least eight or nine. Okay. All right, we can get there. Yeah. We can get there with Bobby P having 14. Like eight in the paint. Has he hit a three yet? I was just about I to ask so. you that. But you know what? In the first half, he's going to hit two. I love when he takes a guy in the paint. He's too tough. He's too big. He's Bobby P. Mike P says this is LeCount's 30-point breakout. <laughs> now that would be something. That would be uh, that would be fantastic. Jamie says P Mace can get here, write an article, and have hot soup waiting for him at home. He's made. Chan's still just trying to get here. <laughs> all right, Chan's got twenty four minutes. If he's not here, all this stuff is outside. Because he said bet, which I believe that means. <laughs> what does that mean? yeah he's got me so he agrees to our bet matter of fact means more it's like bet like i won't let you down okay well he's not gonna let us down so he has agreed to the 449 time of us throwing everything outside of his uh outside of this building uh let's take a break when we return patrick mason joins us we'll talk a little pirate football pirate hoops and more on a wednesday edition of pirate radio live back with you after you hear the b-52s take you to a little place that i like to call all right
Two of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Down on Main Street, Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go. Join Down on Main Street every Wednesday for half price wings from 4 p.m. to close. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you need custom t shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Well, keep it local and print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at University Sportswear ENC.com, the official sportswear provider of Pirate Radio. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, welcome back to Pirate Radio Live. Talk to Patrick Mason Wednesdays on the show. <coughs> and talk about weekend plans. And I don't know what was going on in my brain. But I was like, all right, we got the Bud Light pregame. This was Friday night. We got the pregame. Um, and I was like, oh, man, we got hoops. Maybe uh, maybe Patrick will stop by here on the way to hoops Saturday and hang out in the studio rather than a phone call. And I was like, Patrick, you uh, you going to hoops tomorrow? And you responded with, <laughs> I'm, I'm in Boca Raton. Yep. I'm, I'm uh, going to the football game. I'm in a different state. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> we i knew that we talked about that so uh yeah you probably thought i was uh crazy when i sent you that but yeah i started looking at flights i'm like can i hop back can i go you know how how are we gonna make this work red eye (laughs) uh but thank you for joining us on the phone you were there to witness east carolina win a football game that's right first fbs win first conference win and they look good doing it so you know the big three right there Mm, on defense yeah on defense and kicking and kicking hey two out of the three phases right <laughs> that's all it took against fau how about the offense uh like again they they looked okay in the the beginning maybe first quarter ish and then it just kind of stalled but i think they did enough this time where i think in previous games they would go three and out really quick they did enough to just get to a spot like that's all they could do and then conrad you know yeah, yeah. kind of picked them up but yeah obviously yeah the offense is still lacking but they, they did enough <laughs> to, you, to make uh, it work making the trip to annapolis yep i am you ever been um yes actually it was that bowl game um the oh gosh what, what was it what military bowl here? yeah military bowl with boston college and i was maybe 30 minutes from from getting to my hotel when i found out um so yeah i've never been to annapolis the stadium itself so i'm looking forward to it i heard it's pretty cool yeah and uh gonna be a unique experience and uh hopefully a good game is the line still hovering around a field goal yeah last i checked was it like three and a half or four? Oh, so it had gone up yeah okay i will check it right now but i checked this morning we'll see east carolina oh, just two and a half now okay two and a half point dog and where's that total sitting in the low 30s are they going to catch iowa this week yeah 31 and a half oh so <laughs> very interesting 31 and a half where is uh no, I gotta check iowa 30 and a half for iowa <laughs> so it got him by a point man what a life you live yep. patrick if i like offense do not turn on the tv <laughs> not at all uh let's see chad says is it soup time great weather for soup nice vegetable soup with some saltine sounds great i will say it's always soup time but right. now it's uh it's definitely ramping up where you know it's 
hundred percent soup time. Now it's like people won't look at you crazy if you <laughs> have soup time. Yeah, I, I can eat my soup, and you know, no one will be like, you know, it's a hundred degrees. What are you doing? So now, you know, it's socially acceptable to eat the food I like now. Eric says, if you try to get a free taco when ECU scores seventy, best of luck. Well, first of all, it's seventy-five, right? I think so. Yeah, it's got to be seventy-five. He said, I ordered the half price game day tacos this past Saturday. And the girl asked me, was ECU playing today? She was clueless. <laughs> well, I, that's not their fault. No, not If you work at a fast food restaurant, you should not have to check the uh, the score app. Right, yeah. You, you Somebody's got to <laughs> notify them. It's not her fault. Yeah, you're throwing on your name tag and your apron or whatever you got, and then you're going to the drive-thru window saying, oh, yeah, I got to check out how ECU's doing. You just, yeah. Man, you just got to get through that shift. <laughs> you're not worried about that. No, not at all. And, that, and that's like you know that's that's on like the manager of the place and saying hey if people come by but yeah you know just your your worker he's just trying to get through the day yeah exactly <laughs> like just get me out of this and, and dealing with the ungrateful public like you eric and you you got you're one you got to check scores see who's playing today the no gen, the general public is a nightmare order your well. burrito and get out of there yep walk away <laughs> Walk Speaking away. of Eric, he says, I feel like P-Mace duct taped Ken and stuffed him in the reflector's cleaning closet so he can <laughs> reign supreme as the only journalist on Wednesdays. Patrick is a cold-blooded assassin. Hey, man, don't give away my secrets. Wait, did you text me from Ken's phone earlier? Yes. I knew that looked funny. Yeah. Hopefully, Ken Wallington will join us uh, next week on the show. <laughs> he was not here today. That's my plan all along. Jerry said, thank God someone showed up today exactly no ken no chandler although i do hear that door beeping that could be a chan sighting there's a chan here oh! I, I did have to check to see if i was on the the description and i am well chandler's not on the description maybe but that's why he didn't show up today i hacked it i took him off god your fingers look bruised you've been sending emails <laughs> <laughs> i can't hear anything you're saying right now I can't like the hear. joe paterno can't hear what you're saying What'd you say? <laughs> Nothing. Patrick and I are talking. Yeah, we're just hanging out, Shane. So, Patrick, um, what's your key to victory tonight in Minji's? The key to victory: score more points than the other team. You can turn that off, Michael. Score more points, man. If, if you ask Mike Schwartz, it is play some defense. Um, but you know, the, I don't know the key to victory. I just I just want to see them them mesh a little bit. I think, uh, I mean, it's going to take a little bit of time, but I want to see that ball move around. I don't want to see it stick too much and just, you know, play with each other a lot. I, I'm excited to see that because um, I, I didn't get to watch last week's game. I, I was reading some stories about it, look at box scores. It looked like things were, the offense was kind of drying up and RJ Felton just put the team on his back, um, which, which, you know, that's not a bad thing. You got a good player, go to him. Um, but I would just like to see spread it around and get some more guys involved early on. I noticed that game one, was it game one? Am I Jameis Winston? <laughs> um, the yeah, it was game one. The the fast break, and I'm sure that you practice fast break, obviously, but it might be something that comes more with playing real games. Uh, was a little disjointed. Yeah, I noticed that too. It just seemed like they didn't know maybe who the trailer was or where that ball should go. Like I, I think it's just like you said, you got to get comfortable. You got to know, like, all right, I played ten games with this guy. I know where he's going to be. I know he's going to be hustling just like I am coming down here. I think they just got to get that feel down. And uh, we did ask this too: Who will be the team's third leading scorer tonight? Third leading scorer. 
or you could go leading scorer. We had BJ game one, RJ game two. I think BJ's going to have another good game tonight. Um, so I'll put him leading scorer. I'll say third leading scorer, maybe <laughs> Jaden Walker. I know it's he, he, that's not really his job. We left him out earlier, Joey, when we were Jayden talking. Walker, yeah, I was going to say, I know. But I still got Bobby P. Okay. Um, I, I just like the way Jade, he just sometimes he can just really, if he's on, he can really do everything on the floor well. He can defend, you know, your, their best player. He can bring the ball up, and I think he can do some scoring. So I think, yeah, I think third leading scorer is in play for him. All right, real quick question for Patrick. Uh, do you think we see the same starting lineup we saw game two tonight? Yes, I think right. so. So, no, basically, that means like no um, Caleb in, in the starting right. lineup. So, I, I think that's that's fair. All right, now we'll head over back to Patrick. And what do you do? You think we see any new faces on the court tonight? Is Schwartz going to work anybody else in? We haven't seen yet. I don't know. I think that's really score dependent. I thought if there was a game we were going to see everyone, that might have been that opener. I was actually kind of surprised some some players didn't get in. Um, So I don't know. I I think it really is score dependent right now. I I think they're going to have to be up by twenty or something to see some of these guys. Patrick, have you uh, looked at what USC Upstate has done so far this season? No, but I can't imagine it's good. What, what well, you got for me? they were blown out by South Carolina. They lost by seven to Vanderbilt. Okay. And then they beat like Piedmont College University Tech. So just kind of an all over the 70. place schedule. Yeah. So like, yeah. But they have played two SEC teams. All right. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll have more for you on Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday. Clip Rock, Patrick Mason, and nobody else when we return. Back with you after this. No, you don't fool me. Cause I heard a thousand You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Down on Main Street, Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go. Join Down on Main Street every Wednesday for half-price wings from 4 p.m. to close. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Country Mart has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years and is your premier country store serving the best cheese, biscuits, and country food around. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. And both locations are top-of-the-line fuel stations serving shell gas, including 93 ethanol-free high-octane gas. Country Mart uh, serve fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. And uh, Bud Light reminds Pirate fans to always stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you. Pirate Radio Live. Were you pointing out Joey yawning? Yeah, so that was a good, healthy yawn. <laughs> Put in a lot of work here, but I'm here now. I'm he here. is. I'm yeah, he's been here. He's working. You recharged after that Which, one. Which, oh, I wanted to say before you continue, just want everybody to know I won't be here tomorrow, but take the Ravens, uh, whatever the spread is. I don't know what it is. But they're playing the Bengals, and just take the Ravens. Oh, yeah. You are the resident Bengals hater. Some sage advice. Picker against her. Where is that game? Three and a half. Uh, Baltimore's getting three and a half. 
It is in... Oh, it's in Balmer. Mm. Okay. Okay. Total 45 and a half coming up on Thursday night. Prince played in the Super Bowl that the Bears lost. Big interception by him. Oh, you're talking about halftime show. What are you talking about? Uh, it's just a bad joke. <laughs> oh, uh, my bad. Bring on the crickets. My bad. Bring them on. No, that was good. That was good. Could have been Prince Amukamura. Hey, there we go. Bears cornerback. So, how old were you during that Super Bowl? What year was that? Oh, oh so I was six. Fifteen. Fifteen. So. How hype were you when Devin Hester took it to the house? Oh, so hype. So we were at um, my a baseball friend's family's house, and we had a ton of people there, like you know, a bunch of my parents' friends, and we're in this this house watching the game. Opening kick brings it back. It's electric, and then, you know, what happened after that? Peyton Manning and Marvin Harrison and all the rest. But we had uh, we got to celebrate for a little bit in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. You like, never really thought Rex Grossman was going to lead you to a Super Bowl championship. No, but I just hoped – hoped and hoped and hoped the defense would find a way but uh let's hit the facebook chat gang real quick johnny says this is the first time johnny stats first time since at least 2002 the pirates have not trailed at any time during their first two games hmm. the stat man johnny that's 21 years right wow right. 21 man. years of not trailing in the first two you got games. a math guy over here yeah hey, I, I try i can add and subtract maybe <laughs> Uh, Josh says, Chandler, get out of Shirley's personal space. <laughs> Jeffrey says, what's up with the LSU transfer? I believe his name is Cam Hayes. He's just chilling. Yeah, just chilling, waiting on a waiver. Because um, he, he transferred twice as an undergrad. So yeah. uh, you're just kind of waiting. Now you're back from the NCAA, and there's really nothing you can do but wait. And pretty much planning on not having him yeah that's how you got to move forward right you just got to work with what you got and if you get him then it's like a, a bonus but you know right now you just you just got to roll without him and look hopefully he's like busting ass at practice and like yeah just getting ready you know and and also giving our guys a challenge mm-hmm. you know what i mean for sure uh let's see chad says facebook is not an official part of chat gang wow are there chat gang gangs are there gang wars <laughs> i didn't know that uh let's see oh i brought up that halftime show because we talked to tyler sneed earlier he will be competing in the gray cup this sunday that's kind of cool what uh i didn't know this so the gray cup has halftime performances as well do you know who's playing um rush (laughs) (laughs) just a canadian rock that is a good canadian guess that's all Uh, i got but no so uh it, it was a rock band that became popular in the 90s that had hits on into the 2000s oh i, I think i just cheated but that that's a that's a good halftime show Who'd i'm you here say? for it green day green day hey i'm here for that uh let's look at previous gray cup halftime shows <laughs> yes this is what i came here for now shirley you're our music person i don't know any of these people all right fire away let's see if i know any of them last year was tyler hubbard jordan davis and josh ross oh for three for me mm, don't know who they are all right anybody know them uh 2021 r kellis not r kelly r kellis r i'm out the lumineers hey. okay know who the lumineers are and k flay <laughs> what is this <laughs> 
2019, Keith Urban. Yep, country singer. 2018, Alicia Cara. Okay, I know who she is. Yep. Okay. 2017, Shania Twain. Let's go, girls. <laughs> uh, 2016, One Republic. Okay. We know them. Thank you, Joy. 2015, Fallout Boy. Thanks for the memories. 2014, Imagine Dragons. Thunder. 2013, Headley. Mm. Headley. That sounds familiar. Oh, they went all out here. That's 2012. The 100th Grey Cup. That is a lot of Grey Cups. Justin Bieber. Canadian. Carly Rae Jepsen. Aren't the Super Bowls on? Call me maybe. In the 50s? So Grey Cup is like Mm double them up. Mm -hmm. Marina's Trench and Gordon Lightfoot. Okay. Well, Marina's Trench, I've heard the name. I'm not familiar with the music. Gordon Lightfoot. Probably better known as somebody from the 70s. His music was mostly in the 70s. 2011, Nickelback. There you go. Look at this photograph. 2010, Bachman and Turner. Sounds like a... Bachman and Turner Overdrive. You ain't seen nothing yet. Mm -hmm. 2009, Blue Rodeo. Don't know who that is. Mm -mm. 2008, Theory of a Dead Man. Susie McNeil and Andre Andre Waters. Coming up on 60 Minutes. Mm -hmm. 2007, Lenny Kravitz. (laughs) Are you going to go my way? 2006, Nelly Furtado. That's your girl. Featuring Sour Crates. Huh? Sour Crates. (laughs) Sour Crates. Something, I don't know. 2005, The Black Eyed Peas. 2004, The Tragically Hip. 2003, Brian Adams and Sam Roberts. 2002, Shania Twain. They said, come on back. Keep bringing her back. Uh, I'll just run through. So, the Guess Who played in 2000. Celine Dion performed in 1992. Oh, well done. Tom Cochran, Shirley. What did he sing? Life is a Highway. 1994. All right, there you go. I think the biggest thing I learned about this is there's over 100 Grey Cups that have happened. 110th will be this year. That's wild to me. That is wild. That's so many. I mean, they started in like 1910. Let's look at most Grey Cup champions because there's only like eight teams. That's so many. (laughs) So one team's got to have like 50 of them. Right. That's insane. So did they have it like twice a year or something? Uh, Yeah, that's a great question. I was going to ask that too. Do they do a mid-season Grey Cup? That's just way too many Grey Cups. Uh, let's see. So you're telling me Canada had football figured out before the United States? That is what I'm telling you. It was born in Canada. Mm. American football, born in Canada. Yep. That's, that's what it's looking like here. I'm trying to... Okay, list of Grey Cup champions. Let's see what we got here. You're not banned from Wikipedia yet? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Winnipeg has made 27 appearances of active teams. I'm looking for, like, most wins all time. Winnipeg has 12. Let's see. Montreal going for their eighth Grey Cup championship. Ooh. The first one ever was in 1909. Good year. It was University of Toronto Varsity Blues taking on Toronto Parkdale Canoe Club. Is that the movie Varsity Blues? <laughs> yes. The 1909. That is where... I don't want your life. I don't want your life. Moxon played for the Varsity Blues. 
and at halftime they had a girl in a whipped cream bikini at, at midfield um they okay this isn't even fair they beat the canoe club yeah, like that's a different sport. Right? <laughs> no like, crap. Hey, when you're done, just put your boats over here, and uh, we're gonna kick off. Here three thousand were there. How about the Varsity Blues won the first three Grey Cups? Varsity Blues, more like Blue Cups. Mm. Patrick, they had to cancel a few due to World War One. Seems fair. <laughs> yeah, that uh, <laughs> that one got in the way. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, there you go. Grey Cup history. 1909. And Patrick, we're uh, we're out of time yeah you can hang out one more segment if you want it's up to you uh practice has been pushed back uh or pushed up i should say mm-hmm. i'm not going to practice here's the deal today talking about practice sean is going to finish the show but i'm going to be here until around 5 30 or so talking to jacob jenkins cowart and parker bird we'll talk a little pirate baseball coming up uh in our number three P. Mace, uh, what chances do you give the Pirates to make it two in a row on the football field Saturday? Hey, after what I saw last week, um, I'm going to go 50-50, and that's probably higher than I have all year. I'll give them a coin flip. A coin flip chance to beat the Naval Academy, and I'm sure you'll be firing off a lot of uh, questions to Blake Harrell about that option offense. Pew, pew. Yep. There you go. Is that you firing? Yeah. All right, I like (laughs) it. Let's take a break. Jamie says, can you get that guy out of the shot behind Joey? It's annoying. Mm. Everybody's turned on Chandler. Here is uh, that. Everybody is anti-Chan today. <laughs> and look, he's been working hard, man. He was just over there eating a cheesesteak. Yeah, he's all cheesesteaked up. He's got the big grin on his face. Comes back with a cheesesteak the size of his face. It's like a football. That yeah, cheesesteak looks so good. He didn't ask if anybody wanted some. Oh, I'm sure that thing's long gone. Oh, it's gone. Oh, yeah. In his defense, a cheesesteak is something tough to share. Right. That, that's, no. a, that's, that's a personal type of situation. Lady in the tramp, that thing. <laughs> that is true. You could a lady in the tramp with him. Been a meet, great picture. Meet in the middle. Joey in the Chan. <laughs> Which one of y'all would have wanted to do that with me? Me. Hey, he I, suggested me. it, so I'm going to go Joey. If I could have got a bite right. out of that, I would do Whatever. it. It looked good. Are you coming on the show? Huh? Huh? What? Are you going to be on the show today? He's got the meat sweats. Well, I tried to get on the show earlier, and you, you just ignored me. I had my uh, oh, I had my leading score no. for tonight, but uh, I'll just wait till you're gone. All right. All right. I reckon. We'll take a break. Come back when we return. Jacob Jenkins Coward, Parker Bird, and maybe Chandler. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go is down on Main Street. Down on Main Street's famous weekday lunch specials are only $7.99. You can stop by for the house salad with grilled chicken, the half club sandwich with chips or everyone's favorite the fried shrimp plate after work down on main street is the perfect spot for dinner and drinks on the patio join down on main every wednesday for half price wings from 4 p.m to close 
down on Main Street on Main Street in historic downtown Washington. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. If you haven't heard the news, uh, just flashed up on TV, Deshaun Watson out for the year. I believe they're going to the rookie, DTR, rather than P.J. Walker. I believe that's what I saw. Browns taking on the Steelers this weekend. Uh, we are in the football mood here in the Pirate Radio Studios because East Carolina outfielder is rocking. Uh, Jacob Jenkins Coward is rocking the Pirate football helmet, and you said uh, it's pretty comfortable, right? JC, yeah, I think this is this is close to my size. I might need one size up. I got a pretty big head, but no, nah, this is comfortable. I can, I can do this. And you're in the chair closest to the camera, so you're bigger already. But with that helmet, you make <laughs> Parker and I look like little kids over here. Uh, Parker Bird also joining us. Parker, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. Glad to be here. Yes, sir. And uh, we'll talk a little baseball, a little football. Chandler, I'm going to steal your bit. I'm going to do the false superlatives with these guys because I liked it so much. Look at it as flattery and not me stealing from you. Uh, we'll do some fall baseball superlatives. And... Uh, gentlemen let's start with the fall mvp of the pirates this year i'll ask i'll ask both of y'all individually and we'll also do offensive player of the uh, of the fall pitcher of the fall newcomer offensive all, all those stuff but uh who gets the big award in your opinion jc mvp and you can I'm give it to go. yourself no it's not me. i'll tell you what I, not a great fall for jc but who had a great fall and played multiple positions and did his job no matter what he was asked was Dixon Williams? You uh, hmm. took mine. Um, going Dixon. Yeah, I was going to go Dixon, but um, I'm gonna go Chaz Myers is mm-hmm. another good one. He uh, coming in from California Pacific. Uh, he left a great impression on me and the whole entire team. I think coaching staff, but um, yeah, Dixon and him both play extremely well. All right, good deal. Well, that kind of takes away another when we get to the the newcomer, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but let's go offensive player of the year, and and you know how these awards go, JC. They don't give the MVP and the offensive player yes. to the same guy. So let's go. Uh, uh, other than Dixon, who was the offensive player of the year? So this guy was hurt at the beginning of the fall, but the back half of the fall, I felt like this guy. It was so hard to get him out. If you missed overplayed, he's going to barrel it. And that's Carter Cunningham. Uh, All especially right. the last three weeks. <coughs> How about you, Parker? Um, I'm a, for my offensive player, I'm going to go Dixon since I, I didn't get oh, okay. MVP. Okay, uh, well done. But let's see. I think Ryan had a pretty good fall. Yeah, he did. So I, I guess you could give it to Ryan, too. McChrystal? McChrystal, yeah. Okay. He, he hit really well. So uh, we can go Ryan, I guess. Let's talk arms, and I know that not all the pitchers were on the same schedule as far as throwing and things like that, but uh, who was the, the guy, J.C., uh, pitching-wise this fall? I'm going to go with... There's only one answer here. I, I mean, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, dominant. I'm going to go with the guy that threw the entire fall. Mm. So we'll give him the benefit of the doubt yeah. with length, and I'm going to go Drew Bryan was the most consistent outing-to-outing transfer from chicago yeah he pitched every weekend and didn't really have too many blemishes he gave up runs just like everybody else but um he did a really good job consistent consistency wise righty or lefty righty okay it was very consistent and every time he went out there i think you knew what you were getting and he gave his team an opportunity to win every time he was out there so all right parker uh you got a different answer um I, he didn't pitch all the fall, but 
every time he was out there, I mean, I think his ERA was like point nine something. Um, so Zach Root looked extremely hmm. well uh, this fall. I thought There's he, so many guys. Don't yeah, he he just I mean he completely shoved every time he was out there, and yeah, I mean it was just fun watching him and Trey go at it after t- every time they were out there together, and because I mean both both were had dominant stuff plus 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 command. Um, and their just competitive level is insane. So, all right, uh, Jamie asking, how did Danny do? And then followed that up with, is Danny Bill a liability? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we, we give Danny context. We there? give Danny a hard time around here. Uh, DB, do all right. Danny Bill didn't throw that much, yeah. but he when he was out there, he was really good. Yeah, I mean, he's always <laughs> Danny Bill, and he's he's going to be a guy out the pen for us. Every That's time he comes though. out, but he's a lot liability. <laughs> we like to we like to pick on Danny. I believe we'll be seeing DB here on uh, Friday, and yeah. we'll talk junk about his Patriots and uh, about everything else. That's what we enjoy doing here with Clint, DB. We don't have too much room to talk, brother. Hey, we did beat the Patriots. <laughs> we did, but... <laughs> hey, that's about it. You're right, though, Parker. It's, uh... Hey, we got the leading passer in the NFL, we passing do. yards. Hey, he's exciting to watch. Uh, we got a quarterback. We do, and we got some draft picks with our trades. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right, let's go... Um, how about defensive player? Uh, Cliff Godwin likes his defense, and uh, we like a clean defense here at ECU. So who looked the best uh, fielding the ball this year? This uh, fall, I should say. I was, I'm going to go with an outfitter. And uh, he just, I mean, I think he just took everybody by just uh, the way he played out there is uh, Chance Hall. He was, his arm is a freaking cannon. And I think the guys uh, were talking about him last week that yeah, he was throwing a bunch of dudes yeah, up. I mean, it was really impressive. Just, I mean, he gets after it every single day and he competes his butt off every day. So it was really good just to see him come in and, uh, leave an impression like that. Anybody else, JC, come to yeah. mind for you? Um, I'm going to give it to Ryan McChrystal. He's mm. worked his butt off behind the plate. Um, he pretty much – there were three catchers in the scrimmages, and he was always on a team by himself. So he, he really caught the most innings and I think did the best job defensively. So. I know Will – so Wilcoxon didn't compete in Purple Gold World Series. Yeah. Did he – do, did he compete this he fall? He caught most of He would split time with Walker Barron. He just okay. uh, wasn't swinging. Gotcha. All right. Um, you guys have mentioned several newcomers. Um, how about newcomer bat? Anybody uh, we haven't mentioned yet? A new bat. Newcomer bat. Kobe uh, Wallace would probably. He's, I mean, he swings it well. He's a freshman um, from Pinecrest, which is. Right in the neck of, neck of the woods where I'm from. I uh, played him in high school. He's always he's always raked. I mean, he hit a ball for me my senior year. That's probably still going. Um, but uh, he's just he's a big body and he looks like a senior, uh, and he he plays like it too. So any new? Uh, yeah. How about yeah. new arms? Or you can go new bat. New arm. Okay, new bat. Um, we've talked about Chaz Myers. Really good. Um, but uh, Bristol Carter. He didn't, you know, he's not going to hit the ball over the fence all the time, but he he hits the ball hard and he gets on base a lot. And when he gets on base, it's almost a guaranteed double with the way he can run. So he did a really good job, too. All right, new arms? Um, uh, I'm going to go with Aaron Roller. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, I mean, transfer-wise, he's, he's 
going to be a re- play a really big role for us this year. Uh, lefty, he commands zone very well. Um, <laughs> Coach G called him a savvy vet, so that's that's his new nickname in the clubhouse. But I mean, he really is. He's a smart guy, knows what he's doing out there, and he just he he plays his role really well. So, all right, JC, anybody you know, else? Uh, I was going to pick Aaron, but I'll go Ethan Norby too. Yeah, that's what really was. good job toss up between those two for i think newcomer arm commands his own well multiple pitches for strikes soft contact guy for old norby great to have another norby uh here in the mix at ecu uh jacob jenkins coward and parker bird here inside the pirate radio studios um another thing we make fun of danny bill about is his drafting ability and managing ability as the gold lose the purple gold what side were you uh, i was gold yeah. yeah, I was I wasn't playing, but I chose the gold squad. Oh no, we won. They won. Oh right, DB was purple. Yeah, it was yeah, purple. DB was purple. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, congrats, Park. Hey, dude. <laughs> and Jason, I, I can scout my team, and I I, knew, <laughs> I had it backwards. I knew the leadership ability there, um, and so I, I feel like I I chose the right. And obviously, well, Danny out. as a pitcher, I guess thought that he didn't need any offense. Yeah, yeah, that was a weird draft. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> but uh, it did go down to a game three. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. yeah, it was cool. Purple actually came out pretty hot. And, I mean, gold kind of came out a little slow out the gate. But um, I think we figured it out in the end. And it was a lot more competitive than I thought it was going to be, to be honest. If you just looked at the rosters on both sides, you, I think we had more of the experience and um, – you know, just had a better overall roster probably, but um, I mean, Purple competed well. I mean, even in Game Three, it was it was tight there towards the end, and then I think Gold just ran away with it. But uh, I think Purple did a great job of competing and uh, really just playing to the best of their ability. So, what are the advantages to winning other than pride, and what are the disadvantages you when don't you lose? Have to do a hundred up downs if you win. Man, and you get to sit there and watch them, which was pretty fun to do. <laughs> <laughs> awesome! All right, congratulations uh, to you, gentlemen, on that W. All right, let's uh, get a break in. We'll have one more segment with JC and Parker Bird. Helmet still feeling good? Yeah, it's coming off. Though. It's coming off. Yeah. Next game time. All right, <laughs> helmet's coming off. Uh, do it when we take a break. If you do it during the segment, it's a 15-yard penalty. You can't take your helmet off, so I'm keep it on. <laughs> uh, we'll take a break, come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live on a Wednesday. And for you Chandler fans, he's coming up. Chandler's coming up later on in the show. Here Make, is uh, that. <laughs> making you work for it. More to go after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. The Buccaneer Music Hall has all the fun for your Sunday fun day covered. Every Sunday, kick off the day at the Buck. The Buck has the largest 4K screen in Greenville, along with 18 TVs, so you don't miss a game. They have mimosa specials, a Bloody Mary menu, and pizza all day from Pizza Hut. 
And don't forget the weekly jersey giveaway starting at 5 o'clock. Score every Sunday at The Buck. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, back with you on a Pirate Radio Live. We'll have a giveaway at the end of this segment. And Jamie, I'll sing your damn song. If you ask me one more time, I'm not going to do it. Um, I'm sorry you guys had to hear that. Sometimes we, we talk ugly to our, uh, our, our listeners. Uh, we got the chat gang here. Mark says, tell JC, SGHS is proud of our boy. Southeast Guilford High School. There you go represent um let's talk high school let's talk glory days i guess for y'all the glory days are still going but for old people like me those are the glory days uh parker what was your favorite high school memory on the field um probably winning the conference championship with uh the best friends i grew up with just because i'm from a small town and um those guys i played high school with were the same guys i played Uh, little league with when i was eight years old and so we kind of grew up playing together and um it was just really fun to play with those guys and to win a conference turn or a championship with those guys because um i mean our conference was pretty good and um we were i guess that was my senior year so we were 3a because uh they realigned and we're 3a but we're in a 3a 4a conference and we won the 3a side and uh pinecrest won the 4a side and we split so um, I guess that's really the biggest or best memory I had. How about you, JC? Um, my senior year, <clears throat> the season was shortened, and, and that was deliberately because of COVID. It was backed up. So uh, a bunch of uh, Guilford County coaches came together and put together a preseason league, and it was like almost like no rules. Like Obviously, we had umpires, but it was, nothing was aligned with any high school. We had to wear shirts that didn't have high school like colors on them or uh, logos. But uh, it was just a really good, really good time. We weren't allowed to have our coaches out there, so it was basically player-led. And it was just really, really fun. That's awesome. Do you have any non-baseball athletic achievements that you, like, from other sports, basketball, football, soccer, anything coming Um, on? I mean, I I didn't really play anything else besides baseball. I played football my freshman year, but then I committed here and then – uh, I was quarterback, and then J.D. Lampley actually ended my high school career. Cause, Son of a gun. Yeah, so me and J.D. actually go pretty way back, but he played at my rival high school, and he picked me up and slammed me on my neck one time. <laughs> and I kept playing, but after the game, one of the guys that had convinced me to even play uh, football in seventh grade was like, hey, Park, uh, I think you're a little too good at baseball to keep playing this game. So uh, after that, I was like, you know what? You're kind of right. And then so the next year I didn't play. But um, I would say my biggest off-the-field accomplishment would probably be uh, being seventh in my high school graduating class. Nice. And I got to sit on the stage. And I wasn't very comfortable with public speaking at the time, but I had to speak in front of a lot of people, and I was very nervous. But... <laughs> yeah good deal uh how about you jc i'd say uh my junior year basketball we're playing northwest guilford was elite i mean they had a 610 guy going to rutgers and the only thing that i ever did that was really really good is dunk on that guy oh Oh, wow. wow and that is my top 
highlight ever. Do we have that on video? How, how was your celebration? Is a real question. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yeah, basketball don't get me going like that. So I kind of just ran back down the court and probably got dunked on that next. Because <laughs> he gave me about 30, 40 points that night. They don't matter. Yeah. Heck that yeah, way. that's awesome, man. Is it on video? Anywhere? I do have it on video. All right. If we could get a hold of that, that'd be great. Johnny says, which catch did JC enjoy more? Game one of the PG uh, Purple Gold World Series. Um, oh, okay. I guess you've got two. Carter's deep shot or Dixon's sinking liner? Uh, that, that was Joey Barini, but okay. Um, probably the home run robbery. I heard I about remember. that. I never saw it. Yeah. It was um, going out? Pretty. Yeah, funny. I mean, I almost fell over the fence. I, you ever seen the, like the Lane Hoover classic fold over the fence? <laughs> I felt like Lane Hoover. <laughs> if you catch a ball, it carries you over the fence. That's an out, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, so you're going with the a home run, Rob's got to be a great feeling. Yeah. Have you had one, Rob? Um, no, but I've had one given to me by an outfielder. He almost robbed it and then dropped it over the fence. Gotta love that. <laughs> gotta love it. <laughs> All right, um, Chad says, Clip, what's your greatest sports moment? Oh, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I t- you know what? This is not about me. It's about these guys. But we want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm going to have to go way back to, uh, to Little League. So, actually, Chandler the other day said, Hey, Clip, do you know this guy on Facebook? It was uh, Brooks Cleeton. And I remember um, Fall Ball, Little League, I played on a team, and we had one really good player, Kelly Hodges. He would pitch, catch. He was either pitching or catching. Anyway, I ended up at shortstop. And last inning, line drive up the middle, caught it. Dude uh, took off too far off second. Double play to end the game. And everybody's going crazy. And I was always a pretty big kid, and I ran over. And Brooks' dad was the coach, and he's like going like this. So I jump. I did the jump into the arms. And he was like, oh, man, you about broke my back when he jumped into my arms. <laughs> but I just – that was a great – because I never played shortstop. Yeah. Uh, but to make the catch, tag the ba- – I jumped on the base. and uh, And, man, and people were still talking about it. And that person <laughs> is me. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for asking, Chad. All right. Um, great sports moments. We got great sports moments coming up this year, folks, with more ECU baseball. Y'all going to uh, – you been to basketball yet? I'm going, going to the game tonight? going tonight. All right. I'll be on the uh, the PA tonight. Sweet. R.J. Felton. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah sweet. I don't you know, excited? I don't know if I should talk like this, though. Nah. I am excited. It is fun. I enjoy doing baseball, but like basketball, you're right there on the court, yeah, right and you kind of feel like you're in it. It's really exciting. Yeah, that's it's a cool. lot of fun. It's, it's an exciting team this year. I've heard lots mm-hmm. of good things about it, so really excited. excited to go out there and watch and Hopefully they, they perform well. So Yeah, got USC Upstate tonight. Uh, you mentioned Lampley. Did you see his uh, Spider-Man meme? That was <laughs> yeah, cool. That, dude's, that, that dude's playing well. That is pretty funny too, man. And shout out to whoever thought of that on the fly. It had to be they were thinking about it beforehand. Yeah, but to get that be. post. Yeah, it was definitely JD. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was good work. Yeah, it was. Yeah, baseball is not much of a celebration yeah yeah it's kind of a bummer yeah i mean we still can have fun but uh hell bryson hit one and the ump was shoving him down the first baseline yeah that was crazy (laughs) that was nuts (laughs) it was but i mean now we can't celebrate outside of the dugout with uh, all that stuff so lame i mean we still have fun so damn groves gave uh what was it starling Mm -hmm. something to eat 
it's got in trouble sandwich got went together. viral though yeah it did yeah but, uh, any got... publicity is good publicity. <laughs> that's what they say and that one got a lot of pub uh still no schedule release yet uh but hopefully that is coming soon and uh we'll find out who and where and when uh the pirates are playing this year i think the hold up is the north carolina series and they're waiting to see what neutral site maybe you guys are playing at but uh i don't know gonna be a fun so what is it like between now and uh february for you guys what's next on the docket we got uh mission week coming up sunday monday tuesday Mm. and then we'll go home for thanksgiving come back and once we come back that monday through exams is pretty much lift weights really prepare for exams because we take a lot of pride in our academics and then we'll come back in the spring and get rolling hot and heavy there you go what is your um your favorite thanksgiving side dish side dish yes Mm. how many to choose i might have to go to sweet potato casserole Mm. that my mom makes can't beat it absolutely phenomenal and i look forward to it every year what's on the top of it um uh pecans yes sir pecans man that fires me up for next week Uh, my (laughs) uh one of my uncles uh makes or cousin sorry he's just old one of my cousins (laughs) makes makes this uh these green beans with some bacon in there oh, that sounds mm. good really good yeah that sounds all right really good. man thanksgiving's the but my favorite yes my One, favorite yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I put it up there as well and we got uh cowboys and manders this year hey this makes it even better right well, let's get a let's i re- really hope uh we win that one because my my sister and uh my mom is cowboys fan but they're i mean they're not really fans they're just right they like to argue and that's <laughs> all this <laughs> Yeah, need to get them this year. That would make for a good, uh, good Thanksgiving. And we're playing well. I mean, we're not. I mean, we're not winning, but we're, there's hope. <laughs> yeah, they, and I mean, I, I feel like I love Ron Rivera. I think yeah. he's like the nicest guy ever. Yeah. I, like I said, I wish he was my uncle, my neighbor, but I don't want him to be my football coach. Yeah. I, I wish he would like stay in the organization somewhere <laughs> but um i don't know man i feel like it might have passed him by unfortunately yeah uh i wouldn't mind seeing eric be enemy just take over bring in a new defensive coordinator no i, would, I would, wouldn't mind that either yeah because I, I i do think we got our quarterback parker i do too i like slinging sam yeah i like it as well i we just uh, got some other things to clean up all right gentlemen thank y'all for uh hanging out today we'll yes, let sir. you get out of here what y'all you're going to hoops tonight yeah, what you I doing am. tonight jc Hanging out, laying yeah, low, playing Fortnite. Ah, all right, fair enough. I will be watching the game though. I just like to watch it from my couch. I, I hear it's you. just so much. It's just a comfort thing for me. <laughs> Ten four. All right, let's uh, let's give something away, Shirley. So Jamie, it's his birthday. Nah, he wants to hear the other one. Give it away. Give Hit it the away. other one. I gotta sing the other one. She said, "Give it away." This is for you, Jamie. <laughs> just give it away. Just give it away. There ain't nothing in this studio worth fighting over. Well, the phone lines are already buzzing anyway. So just give it away. All right. Just give it away. Jamie, that was terrible. I hope that's the best birthday gift you've ever received in your life. It'd be cool if we were giving you the prize, but we're not. Caller number 12 will receive a gift card courtesy of AJ McMurphy's. And I will be there tonight after the basketball game. Trivia after dark. We'll do some sports trivia after ECU. 
and usc upstate caller 12 is a winner more to go chon takes over when we return after this You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Order Jersey Mike subs on the mobile app and get delivery right to your home or save time and order ahead to skip the line to pick up from your nearest Jersey Mike sub location. Jersey Mike's a sub above. And did you know that there are thousands of special needs children and adults right here in our community that love ECU athletics as much as you do? Robbie's Clubhouse is a local nonprofit organization that can turn your unused ECU tickets into a fun day for a family with special needs. If you can't make it to the next Pirate game, simply call 1-800-DIAL-ECU and donate and designate your tickets for Robbie's Clubhouse. If you know of a family that needs tickets to a game, call Robbie's Clubhouse at 916-9117. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Chandler. All right, welcome back in to Pirate Radio Live on a Wednesday. Chandler Honeycutt here with you. Starting to become a regular thing on Wednesdays, me taking taking over. Taking over a little late today as Clip Brock has uh, PA duties tonight for ECU men's basketball as they take on USC Upstate at 7 o'clock. I'll be out there getting some content, getting some videos, pictures. And, of course, we'll get post-game comments from Coach Mike Schwartz and also some players after the game. I know y'all were talking about it earlier um, you know, the leading scores for the first two games was Brandon Johnson with 29 in the first game. R.J. Felton with a career high with 30 in the second game. Who will be the third player to lead the team in scoring in the third game of the year? Last year, it would say Quint, um, Quentin DeBunje. I said Bobby P. Bobby P. I like that pick. I now, think uh, P. Mace brought up Jaden Walker. Jaden Walker. There's a lot of guys you can throw out there. A guy that y'all haven't thrown out there. And then this time around, around this time last year, I uh, I made a prediction and it came to fruition. I said that tonight, I can't remember who EC was playing that night, but I said tonight, I think this is the Ezra Asar breakout game. And I think tonight is the night that Ezra leads the Pirates in scoring. So that's my pick for the night. Okay. I'm going to go Ezra. The Purple Dreads bring it to you. Huh? Yes. So, And I like that vibe from him. Yeah. Um, I could see him getting a lot of buckets from the floor, yep. but I also can see him doing what he's done all year so far, and that's creating contact, getting to the line, and being very good at the line. As I believe, it was Brandon Johnson that went 10 for 10 for the line. He went 7 for 10 at one game. But I could see him getting to the line, making some free throw shots, and also scoring from the field. We saw him shoot from beyond the arc in the last game and make it, which was good to see. We've talked about Ezra developing his game and you know creating shots from you know beyond the paint. So it was great to see him shoot a three-pointer and make it the last game. Shirley, who's your uh, go-to pirate to lead the team in scoring tonight? 
R.J. Felton. Ah, so you have R.J. Felton going back-to-back games, leading the Pirates and scoring. So I like that because it's like Riley Davis said the other day on the uh, Brian Bailey show. You can kind of look at R.J. and can tell when he's in the zone. He said that he has that look in his eyes. He's got that demeanor about him when he's in the zone, and he sure got into the zone the other night uh, or the other day against Campbell, leading the way with 30 points, a career high for R.J. Felton. So we'll see. How the guys do tonight against USC Upstate, looking to go three and zero on the season. Um, so, and then we'll have the uh, Town Bank Hollywood uh, Hollywood the Holiday Classic coming up next week, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. Let's gear our way into football now. Uh, we'll go ahead and hit some Mike Houston comments from yesterday's press conference. Uh, Big Dog Glenn Griffin and Jenny are out at the weekly press conference right now as they're getting comments from Mike Houston and the coordinators Blake Harrell and Donnie Kirkpatrick but let's go back to yesterday here is Mike Houston's opening comments all right sun's a little bit brighter this Tuesday than uh, the past couple so it was good um, just uh, you know really pleased with uh, how our team uh, you know prepared uh, and I say that I mean we, we've been practicing a lot better the last three weeks but uh, I think just you know the Friday Saturday preparation the guys were really 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 good and you know I knew we were ready to play I knew we'd play well but I think just the energy and the physicality and the intensity which we talked about you know being you know that being a, a big piece of that ball game uh, this past weekend I thought the the players were just really dialed into that uh, and loved the way we started the game uh, you know even when we didn't get uh, the fourth and two there on the initial drive um, you know our defense responded right back and uh, you know, then obviously we had the, the big play on special teams with Julian Davis's block punt that gave us great field position, and you know Gerald able to get us in the end zone there to get us a seven nothing lead. So um, you know, great start and really you know never look back, and um, just uh, very pleased with uh, I think especially uh, special teams wise, uh, defensively particularly up front. Um, thought, uh, thought our kids did a good job handling uh, Wester. Uh, you know, came into the game leading the nation in receiving. Um, I think the coaches had a really good game plan for him. I thought the players went out and executed it very, very well. Um, you know, just, uh, you know, really, really pleased with the performance. Good to get a win like that on the road against a team that um, we're, we're, they're putting up big numbers and, uh, you know, at home. Uh, and so just uh, a really, really good win for our, for our players. So excited to come off that. Now that's in the rearview mirror. Um, so, you know, our focus is completely on Navy, um, you know, huge challenge, um, up there in Annapolis, uh, very physical football team. Uh, you know, they, they're coming off of a huge win over UAB, which, you know, was not close, uh, 31 to six win. Um, you know, they're playing better and better. I think they've kind of settled, uh, you know, on what they, what they want to do with the quarterback position. Uh, our line, you know, is playing very well, gives them a big play. Uh, potential right there uh, and you know it, it'll be tough it's always tough up there they have such tremendous tradition um, you know it's a special place to play uh, always a difficult ball game uh, so we have a, a great challenge this week but the you know the players are very excited about that earlier this year our very own clip Brock was asking Mike Houston about Andrew Conrad's two missed field goals against Charlotte two key field goals in that game especially there at the end to try to tie it in a 10-7 loss against the 49ers and then this past Saturday Andrew Conrad goes 5 for 5 from 40 yards out and uh, Clip Rock was able to ask Mike Houston about Conrad bouncing back from that Charlotte game earlier in the year 
Well, I think one of my answers uh, when you asked me after the Charlotte game was uh, I have confidence in Andrew and his ability to bounce back. And it's because of his mentality. And, uh, you know, he just he doesn't flinch. And uh, so, you know, he has, he has been solid. He was solid the next day after that game. And I had confidence he would be. And uh, we continue to put him out there in those situations because we do have confidence in him. But I think it's, you know, he handles himself uh, the way you want all your players to handle themselves. And so really he's, he's no different than, than any other player that you have confidence in, in that he shows you every day what he's, you know, what he's going to do. And, you know, when you talk to him, he, he has, you know, you can have feedback and conversation with him and you're not worried about him being fragile. He's a tough-minded kid, and that's, that's, you know, that's the perfect kind of combination. He's got the talent. He's got the mentality. No kidding, Niamatololo for Navy this year as he's gone on to the western part of the country and coaching over, I believe, at UCLA. But Navy still has that triple option offense. They do go to the uh, to the shotgun sometimes, so a little different scene here and there from Navy's offense. But Mike Houston did talk uh, about Navy's offense prior to Saturday's game. They're a little bit different than they have been in the past. You know, obviously, new head coach, new offensive coordinator, um, Coach Niamat's, uh no longer there, and uh, so it's going to be different there. You know, certainly, uh, tremendous respect for him and everything he had done there. Uh, but you know, it's new now, and so uh, yeah, you, you you still see some triple option. Uh, you see some some gun stuff. You see some you know quarterback counter. You see power read. Um, you know, you see just a lot of different stuff that they're doing offensively, uh, and they are throwing the ball. Um, so, you know, the, the challenge now is preparing for all of it. Uh, you know, the, the triple option stuff is, is always a challenge to prepare for, but now you factor that in with everything else you have to prepare for, and uh, it's a lot. And, you know, and, and, you know, we face teams like this in the past that when they can do all of it well, uh, it's, it's really challenging for your defensive players to, you know, to play – you know, one thing, one series, or one snap, and then be, you know, playing, you know, a little bit different style the next snap. Coach Houston was also asked about how important it is to put together good drives against Navy, and here was his answer. Well, I think, I think we've just got to, like you said, we got to maximize our possessions. I mean, I think we, you know, we can't give any of them away. Uh, you know, I think in this, in this ball game, it's going to be, um, you know, special teams, field position, turnovers. You know, those are going to be the, some of the key, key factors. Uh, so we can't give any of our possessions away. So we're going to be really uh, do a great job of ball security decision making. Uh, we got to do a great job on third down. You know, we need to, to drive the football and take advantage of being able to convert. Uh, you know, anytime we have those opportunities, um, and then we're just we're going to have to maximize. You know, when we do get down in the red zone, you know, we need to do a, a great job of uh, trying to come away with more touchdowns. Uh, you know, when we get down there. Navy is a team and has an offense that you had to prepare for a little extra throughout the year. And Mike Houston was asked, how much do you work on Navy uh, throughout the year? Here's his answer. Yeah, we've, uh, you know, for the last month or so, we've been working on the Navy game plan on Sundays, um, you know, with, both with our defense and with our scout team players. And so uh, I thought we had a fast start. Um, you know, the, the scout offense looked, uh, you know, you're never going to be able to look just like they do. But I thought, uh, you know, for, for a group of, of guys not running that offense. I thought they looked really good Sunday to be able to give us a decent look. Uh, you know, today and tomorrow will be the big test because this, that's the stuff in pads, and this is going to be, you know, you're not playing, you're not playing tag out there against this team. You know, it's going to be a very physical football game. So, you know, we have to prepare to play at a high level there. So not only executing uh, defensively, but playing with that physicality. 
Mike Houston was also asked, is the similarities between Harrell and Newberry, uh, Navy's new head coach, uh, does it help you know what their defense will do? Well, you know, there's some similarities and there's some differences. Uh, certainly, um, you know, we, we should be able to give them a better look than we do, you know, uh, other teams because it is a, a similar style. Um, you know, they do come from different branches, though, and it's kind of like, uh, you know, Army and Navy may run a similar offense, but they're from different, uh, different trees. Uh, and, you know, Coach Newberry and uh, Blake are, are kind of similar in that, there are some similarities in what they do, but they're from different uh, different trees. And so uh, it will help us this week uh, to a degree preparing, but also you know, there's some things that they do defensively that are a little bit different than what we do. Probably the youngest guy on this roster this year who's played a big part for the Pirates, especially on the defensive side of the ball, is 17-year-old Antoine Jackson. Uh, if you do remember, he was committed to Miami. Then he decided uh, to come to East Carolina after announcing Miami as his go-to spot where he put on the ECU hat, took it off, then put the Miami hat on. Next thing you know, he's switching his commitment to the Pirates. He's been a huge contribution to this defense. And here's Mike Houston talking about Antoine Jackson. Uh, I think when you, when you take a look at it and you factor in everything, uh, he's done really well. I mean, it's so hard for freshmen to play that first year. Uh, he has a good football head. You know, he's got good knowledge. Uh, he's a smart player for a young guy. Um, yeah, he's made some mistakes, and he has some of the classic, you know, freshman uh, habits that you have to clean up. And, you know, he's, he's been hurt a couple of times because of that. But, you know, the great thing is I think he learns from that. You know, he's not, you know, overly sensitive. You know, when you, when you correct him, he, he, he has dialogue with you, and he wants to be great. So he takes coaching well. Um, you know, probably the biggest thing he's had to learn, which all freshmen have to learn, is, is how to take care of your body. Uh, they just have no, no clue what a college football season is like, and so they don't, they don't do a great job taking care of their body early on, and it really catches up to them. And so um, that's probably the biggest thing he's had to, to learn is, you know, hey, you've got to get your tail in the, in the training room. You know, if, if, you, if, you, if you weren't playing, this wouldn't be an issue. So if you want to play, you've got to get in there and take care of yourself. Um, so, but he's been better with that, you know, the last couple of weeks. Uh, so I think overall, you just have to be very, very pleased uh, with, uh, you know, with him right now. And I think, you know, this past weekend was big for him. You know, it's close to home uh, to be able to go down there and get a big win. He played well. Uh, I think that really, you know, was a good night for him. All right, there's Mike Houston at yesterday's weekly press conference talking about and previewing the Navy game coming up Saturday at noon. We'll get you started at 8 o'clock on the Bud Light pregame tailgate. And then after the game, it's the U.S. Cellular fifth quarter calling show. 317-1250 is the number. Speaking of that number, we need you to call that right now. No, 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 never mind. Sorry. (laughs) We've already done that part. I know, but you you know why I did that? Because I'm used to doing that after the first segment that I take over. So that's my fault. I apologize. No need to get mad, guys. Look, y'all look so upset with me. Can y'all cheer up? It was an honest mistake. But we'll take a time out. Before we do, if you have nothing to do tonight, 8 o'clock, well, not 8 o'clock, but about 9, 9.15 due to the EC basketball game, come out for a rapid-fire uh, round of trivia at A.J. McMurphy's. Here's a uh, question that could be asked tonight. But the question is this. Who is the best former long snapper that currently resides in Pitt County? 
that never played college football that has a big giant head who has the answer? I know it. I got it. I got the answer. Right. I got the answer. Stop yelling to the mic. I got the answer. Yeah. Is it Chandler Honeycutt? That is correct. Woo-hoo-hoo! That is correct. That question and many more tonight at A.J. McMurphy starting around 9.15-ish, maybe 9.30. Depends on what time ECU and USC Upstate ends tonight, which is coming up at 7 o'clock at Menji's Coliseum. All right, let's take our final timeout. We'll wrap uh, wrap up the show when we return. Stay tuned. We'll be right back right after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. It was a good day for the stock market again today. The Dow was up 163 points at 34,991. The NASDAQ was up 9 points at 14,103, and the S&P was up 7 at 4,502. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors Stock Market Report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now back to Chandler. I almost said clip. (laughs) (laughs) Here I am. Yes. It's me, Chandler Honeycutt, here with you on a Wednesday, Pirate Radio Live. Getting ready to wrap up the show. It always amazes me, Shirley, that you can read that uh, that live ad for Wells Fargo uh, without, without without a script. Yeah, I can do but it that, by memory because I've done it so many so times. So many times, huh? Yeah, well, I mean, you're talking about Wells Fargo has been uh, uh, one of our sponsors for uh, since just about day one. So, uh, so for 20 years, you know, that's the same tagline that I've had to read for many, many years. So, you, it just it's ingrained in you and um even bojangles they used to have a tagline that says gotta get a wanna have a bojangles Uh and for some reason that stuck in my brain yeah i remember that one yeah so occasionally i can remember stuff most of the time i can't i can't remember what i did yesterday or what i did five minutes ago but if you ask me for a lyric of an 80s song or mm, recite the wells fargo ad i could do it by memory so that just goes to show you how weird my brain is well i'll tell you what you did today you did a great job producing the show as you do thank every you. day thank you joey great job today on the video side of things two questions for you joey are you going to the ec basketball game no two are you going to trivia tonight around 9 15 no. do you have two. to work uh, unfortunately it is grind time for ecu students as you guys know as as former oh, college towards finals time it's yeah time. it's oh. exam time i oh. do have, i do have work tonight at the Ouch. buck but from these next couple hours that i have i'm gonna do some homework so. oh bouncing on a wednesday night huh yeah a uh, busy time at the buck tonight you know what's going on there tonight i guess is it karaoke line, night? Wednesday. No, line dancing maybe? Wednesday night? No, I think it's karaoke. It doesn't matter what it is. They always have great uh, entertainment for you at the Buck seven days a week, including Sundays at 5 o'clock. They'll give away a jersey and go watch your favorite football team at the Buck every Sunday. Coming up tonight, 7 o'clock, ECU versus USC Upstate. After the game, if you have time, around 9.15-ish, head out to A.J. McMurphy's for 
uh, sports trivia with our very own Clip Brock. Uh, I want to give a thanks to our awesome guest today. We kicked off the show with Tyler Sneed. We talked to the baseball boys, Jacob Jenkins Coward and Parker Bird. We had P. Mason from the uh, Daily Reflector. His actual name is Patrick Mason. Ken Wallington was not on the show today. I have very little great respect for him. Uh, great, very little disrespect for Ken Watlington as he did not show up today. But we'll see him next week. And we'll see you guys tomorrow on Pirate Radio Live starting at 3 o'clock. For our guest today, Shirley Rhodes, Joey, I'm Chandler Honeycutt. Voice, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.